everybody, it is Meta Monday. Welcome to Masters of the Metaverse on the Zombie Orpheus Entertainment channel here on Twitch. I'm host Angie, James Durham. Joining me at the virtual table, I have Sarah Sanders Odie, Mark Thomason, Christian Doyle, and Helen Roundhill. Well, we have got Leo on tech back in the real studio, which at this point, I'm not even sure if it's a real place anymore or just part of our collective imagination. Um, I promise you. If it's the second thing, though, we totally win. So what exactly is Masters of the Metaverse? Well, it's only the most interactive live stream RPG on the planet. You, the audience, get to influence, troll, or help out our cast live in real time. How do you do this? Well, through our fantastic store, which uh, you should take a look at now, from the simple and useful Metapoint all the way up to the nearly all-powerful Hack Attack, and everything in between. There's really so many ways that you can change the way things are happening on this show. There is absolutely nothing else like it. We also usually have a weekly Patreon poll. Um, so our Patreon voters get uh, our members get a chance to vote on who they like in the cast more than me, which uh, is everyone every week. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, due to a technical difficulty, there has not been able to be a poll this week. So instead, I've uh, gone ahead and just decided that uh, all of my players this week get uh, plus ten health, and you get a reroll today instead of a bonus to a roll. Yes, just one, and everybody gets one. Okay. Let's go on. That at any time for any dice roll today. Keep that in mind. And why a re-roll? Because the idea sounded good in my head and I just wanted to. Because there's a possibility that it could go worse. Yes. <laughs> I see you, James. I see you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Instead of making it a sure, close call, it's instead another possible for failure. <laughs> yes. This fits in with your M.O., James. It does. <laughs> uh, speaking of Patreon, we've also got some special backers that I would like to thank today. Uh, Bridget Musselman, thank you. Thank you. Derek Takabe, thank you. And Michael Jacob, thank you. Uh, without Patreon, we really wouldn't exist. So if you aren't uh, a Patreon subscriber, maybe think it over. Send a, a few dollars always way to... Uh, Make sure that uh, more and more projects get to come along and we get to keep our studio and keep sending out shows and fun stuff for you. Uh, long after the pandemic finally ends, when it will end someday, uh, we all hope. <laughs> and, uh, as Merck is pointing out on chat, we're in the process of transitioning off of Patreon and onto a direct uh, remodel, remake version of Patreon on the Fantasy Network. So it'll be directed to the Fantasy Network and tie oh. your... Uh, Fantasy Network account to your Discord account and tie that to um, your Patreon stuff and to the store and everything else. And so it'll give us lots of opportunities to have more works and everything. And I, together. I promise I will tell you all about it when we are actually switched. But until then, keep supporting Patreon. Remember, you can also end that subscription at any time. But until then, it's still going to us and still helping us out. And we still need and want and love your support. And thank you to everyone who is a Patreon subscriber. So uh, last week on Masters of the Metaverse Revelations, we have learned that uh, three years passed since the Metapilots Crash Jackson, Andy James, Wyatt Maxwell, and Aquamarine had disappeared into the Metaverse to free Monday the Chronicler 
from the clutches of an entity known only as a nightmare. During these three years, most of the remaining heroes operated under the federal government of the United States in dealing with threats armed with advanced technology left behind during the invasion and the occasional rogue metapilot. This all took a dramatic turn when a raid on a routine prison transport mission went sideways. And what is now believed to be some form of an attempt at an assassination on Rosie Harvin, Bruno Hamilton, Mac McFernan, and John Stone. While searching for the truth behind the incident, our heroes were once more called into action, this time to rescue hostages, specifically uh, diplomats and other members of the international intelligence community. Once more, it would seem that this was yet another trap and another attempt to kill or neutralize the heroes. But this time, they were able to take prisoners, including rogue metapilots. At the stunning conclusion of that episode, our heroes then learned that the silent alarms from their old abandoned Archangel base had been triggered, and from within, not without. And uh, now, how about a little more Masters of the Revel uh, Metaverse Revelations? It has been three days, three whole days since Andy James, Wyatt Maxwell, Crash Jackson, and Aquamarine have returned uh, using the metaship, the Reliance, and to be greeted by Greece, uh, Reese, excuse me, within the uh, abandoned Archangel base. Three days since Bruno was reunited with his granddaughter. Three days since the four missing heroes learned that while only hours had passed for them, everyone else it had been three years there has been a lot of catching up to do while rosie wyatt aquamarine thomas johnstone and mac are following up leads from the hostage event in spain bruno andy crash and dr jennica clarkson have been left to deal with the new prisoners and of course enjoy a good old-fashioned family reunion it's been a really long time since anyone has seen director Hamilton smile or heard him laugh, but not for the past three days. And while Andy and Bruno got some much needed family time together, Jenica has been showing Crash what the team has been up to, in particular all of the latest events. There are meta pilots in custody. Uh, three are, are, excuse me, two are being kept, sorry, three are being kept sedated due to the threat posed by their, all, by their powers, uh, and all four have been identified. The uh, exploding man responsible for the death of ten hostages has been identified as Hans Dietrich, an escapee from a maximum security prison in Austria. Hans was previously convicted of murder and is suspected in several dozen more cases. Four months ago, he mysteriously vanished from his cell, only to resurface in the company of the other captured metapilots less than a month ago, as shown from some airport surveillance footage. For the safety of everyone, because he can make himself explode, he's being kept sedated in addition to contained within a bomb disposal unit. The twin sorcerers who joined into a single person when they arrived at the conflict have been identified as... Uh, uh, Haru and Joji Uchida, uh, identical twins with ties to the Yakuza. Both are missing a finger on their left hand and are heavily tattooed in the traditional style used by that organized crime group. According to Interpol, they were notorious assassins until disappearing three months ago. They are currently sedated and being kept in separate cells to prevent them from accessing each other and utilizing sorcery. 
The fourth prisoner, Robert Bob Vern Strickland, is a citizen of the United Kingdom, a former SAS soldier, and a known mercenary. Seemingly able to utilize the power and strength of wild animals, he is being kept in a high-tech cell which, and has been fitted with a shock collar capable of taking down a bull elephant. Strickland has an extensive history of taking mercenary contracts through less-than-reputable sources, and he's been suspected of involvement in criminal activities from Africa to Southeast Asia to South America. And he is, of course, the only one that uh, you're able to keep conscious without him becoming a serious problem. All, all I'm picturing is Andy Serkis from the Avengers movies. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> that's, that's I mean, exactly. yes, my precious. So far, uh, Bob has been unwilling to cooperate or talk about anything. Uh, he keeps saying deal over and over again as the only thing that uh, comes out of his mouth when anybody asks him any questions. All right. <clears throat> the family's back together again. Lovely. Can I try um, some... Uh psychiatry or, or interrogation or something on Mr. Bob? Or have I already done that? Uh, you believe it's feasible, but you also know that from his uh, extensive military background, he has been uh, when dealing with interrogation and techniques and they're highly unlikely to succeed. Or at least to provide anything true. He'd probably lie like crazy to you, given the chance. <laughs> what about, um, he keeps saying deal. What if I pick out some cards and I use some sleight of hand on him? <laughs> yeah, entertain him, but it's unlikely yeah. that's the kind of deal he's looking for. Yeah, okay, if, he's not susceptible, if he's not susceptible to interrogation, perhaps sleight of hand will work on him. That's what I was asking. Is this your card? Is this your card? Is you have this to tell me. Secret? All right, I guessed it. So, who are you working for? <laughs> that was my goal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, I'm joking. I've heard worse plans. So how long have you had the guy? Uh, well, they captured him just before you showed up, so only three days. And are we in D.C. or are we back? You are back, yes, at the uh, Planet Metaverse Task Force building, which has been repurposed to your own ends. So... I assume that these rogue metapilots were doing something extremely bad, aside from blowing up and killing one of our, or sorry, ten, ten hostages? Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's something that definitely happened. Another common thread among them is that uh, the last time they were all seen or known by anyone, they very clearly weren't metapilots. I see. I mean, we can't assume that they are evil or bad in some way. I mean, only a few short years ago, if anybody had encountered us, we also weren't metapilots being used by an evil organization. I mean, perspective makes a so villain. So you're saying right? that if, if, if a couple years ago when you first entered the program, you would have been okay with taking hostages and then executing them when it didn't go your way? 
Look, I, I, as much as anyone else, am loath to bring up our past. However, we have murdered entire villages of adorable woodland yeah. creatures. So, you know, maybe, just maybe, brand new metapilots don't know what they're doing and can't always be held accountable for their actions. But they weren't in avatars doing something weird in a different world. They were in Spain in a warehouse with people. Uh, at a chateau, actually. Chateau, sorry, that's a French word. You said Spain. I got confused. Oh, yeah, I, I thought it might be a villa. A villa would work. Well, it's a variety of descriptive words. The grand houses of France are a little better than warehouses, so I can see why you got confused. So basically, what happened was um, now actually, and James, uh, it's been three days. Who are the two that didn't get completely blown apart, and are they still alive? What is their current status? Uh, both are hospitalized. Uh, one is a, uh, you couldn't pull up much even with your clearance, but he's uh, a field agent with the Central Intelligence Agency, and another one is attached to the State Department. But so, both of them, thankfully, because of you and John Stone, are going to live. So the federal government in the U.S. at least is probably pretty happy with, with us, even if the Spanish aren't. Yep. Yeah, their guys made it out alive, uh, not in one piece, but alive. Uh, no one else's did, though. So yeah, basically what happened um, is Rosie teleported John Stone and I in between the hostages and one of the metapilots. Uh, the second we appeared, he said something to the effect of, oh goody, and then exploded and killed everyone in the building except for the three of us that could survive that blast and the two people that we shielded with our bodies. I so. see. So, so, all right. My entire opinion has uh, changed. Not that I'm my grandfather, I assume you're an evil, murderous bastard. <laughs> yeah. Also, we have to take into account that the people that we've got, they were criminals well before Metapilot stuff happened. That's correct. It yeah. is also important to note that uh, the, the gentleman who exploded is being kept sedated. Uh, Bob Strickland's uh, sole uh, addition as a member of that uh, criminal operation was attempting to board the jet and trying to attack Mac McFernan. He did not kill or blow up any hostages. It's important to note. <clears throat> he wants a deal. Let's, uh, let's give him one. Yeah. We will give you 10 cans of bread in exchange for all of your secrets. We've been away far too long, Andy James. What, shouldn't we ask him what he wants? Yeah, we probably should. Immunity. Immunity. So you would like mm -hmm. to not be punished for any bad thing you have done. That's Ever. right. Or just this last bad thing. All right, just we have to doing a job. It. We've got to call it up the line. What do you give us? Everything. You don't have everything. You're just an operator. What does everything even mean? For immunity, it's got to no. be real good. Not a deal. You'll never know. That That's not how immunity deals work, guy in the military who should know these things. I've never had an immunity deal before. Well, you have to offer me something in order to gain that immunity. You can't just say, I want to be immune, make me immune, and not give me anything. Hmm. 
You have How to at about least leaders. How about the people calling the shots? What their main objective is? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta throw out some bait. Like, hey, this is worth it. There's a carrot and a stick situation happening here, John. <laughs> I know. We got a real big stick. I need you to give me a carrot. What is what does the uh, State Department um, want done with these three? What is their perspective on it? Uh, they've currently been uh, remanded to your care. Uh, they are officially not in custody at this time. Officially. Okay. That makes this easy. So um, here's the situation. Uh, you're asking for immunity from prosecution from the U.S. and Spanish governments. Um, we'll discuss that as a possibility. But first you need to understand that right now who you need immunity from is me. Because as far as you're concerned... The governments don't think you exist anymore, and we can make that happen. We can drop you off in a metaverse in which you can't survive. We can drop you off in a metaverse in which you are the smallest and weakest creature on the entire planet. Um, or wait, wait, wait. Uh, what's a metaverse? Right. So the powers that you have, that ability that you've gained, it doesn't come from Earth. You understand that? Okay, from the boxes. Right. From the boxes. Now we're talking. Right. So um, because of those boxes and oh, because of that you power. You give me immunity, I'll tell you where the boxes are. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me clarify something. First. That's what you think we want? Boxes? Hey, the boxes. boxes. Those boxes. Because you use those boxes, that puts you outside the jurisdiction of Interpol or United Nations or Spanish government, American government. And it puts you in my jurisdiction. And is we don't have the same rules that state governments follow. And we can travel to other planets. And we can leave you on another planet. Or out in space. And the only person who's going to care about it is me. And so when we're talking about a deal, you really need to reconsider your position. Because this is not about you going to some federal penitentiary for the next six years. This is about whether or not you suffer... Yeah. Do we have any pictures of Or if there's something more pleasant in store for you. Abby? Kill me, you get nothing. Right, but what are you offering is what I want to know. That's the only question we've really asked you so far, and you won't even give us the answer to that. If you're going to tell boxes, 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 I don't need yeah. boxes. Well, that's I don't where need they boxes. Are. The, the other ones, they're with the boxes. The other ones, what, pilots? Yeah, we figured. I don't, care about the, I don't care about the pilots, I don't care about the boxes. You're not what I'm after. But if you can give me that one name, and you tell me you've got that name, and now I've got something to work with on an immunity deal. Otherwise, uh, I'm not going to be able to get you anything for just knowing where some contraband is, because that's stupid. Don't got that name, but they, that name's where the boxes are. So the name is not a person, but a location? That's right. Yeah, I don't need a place either. Just a name. So you can't give me a name? Never gave me one. Is he in this, or they, are they in the same place as these boxes? Right. I see. So, James, while we're interrogating him and asking these questions, 
Um, I'm assuming Mac is around. Now, Mac is currently overseas with the rest of the team. They are uh, following up leads from the uh, events in Spain. Specifically, where these guys have last been seen, they're trying to backtrail them. What I'd really like to do is get Mac back here and put him behind a, a glass window and um, a two-way mirror and have us ask these same questions and see if he can pick up as the guy's thinking about all those individual names and places, whether Mac can just pick them out of his head. It's possible. You have found in the past three years that uh, when people know they're being interrogated, Mac is remarkably ineffective. Okay. So, they, so the way that he taps those thoughts, if they're trying to be guarded. They yeah, if they're trying to be guarded, he can't hide them, at, or, they, they, or he can't see them at all. Bruno, what's he trained to resist exactly? Hmm? What's he trained to resist? Uh, resistant to interrogation, what does that mean? Well, so generally, uh, no fear of torture, been through waterboarding and things like that, and um, is not, uh, uh, it, it's generally different ways of tricking the information out of them, good cop, bad cop types of techniques, those kinds of things. Jennifer, you've got a yes. You've got a medical degree too, right? Yeah, I have medical. I'm really good with criminals. I have lots of interrogation in psychology. You ever done an emergency tracheotomy before? No, but I read about it. You understand it in theory then? Oh, yeah. Great. I've got a All right, uh, go ahead and give me a fighting test on that one. Is he still and tied up? Absolutely. No, he's not tied up. He's handcuffed. I beat it by one. Good enough. <laughs> I don't even have to roll for that. <laughs> is he, is he skill under a 20? I win. <laughs> it's correct. Uh, you pop him in the throat, and he begins uh, audibly choking, gasping, trying to breathe, and doesn't seem to be able to do so. I'm going to sit there and just watch him for a second. I figure, trained against interrogation, he can hold his breath for over a minute. Brain cells don't die until four, so just let me know when you want me to... Come on in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get the stuff. You're going to need to get to gather the things. Oh, yeah. I got a pen. Great. That'll <laughs> probably do it. No, no. The, the hollow part with the ink. I blew the ink out already. Thank you. See? Look at that. Thinking ahead. Uh -huh. the whole so, time. Are, you ready to, are you ready to talk now, bud? I tend to... He just keeps gasping like he's trying to breathe. Um, okay. Keeps gasping. Uh, wave around once for yes and twice for no. <laughs> uh, he twitches his head a little bit and uh, looks, his, looks back up and smiles at you. I think that's not gasping or choking anymore. Oh, snap. Gills? Grew gills? What has what <laughs> he got going on? Nothing visible you can see. But uh, from the field reports, there was nothing visible they could see when he did things to the vehicles and chased after Mac and Ram John Stone either. Alright, he heals that, doesn't he? Hashtag Bruno buff, maybe we get this done the slightly easier way than actually breaking his neck. Also, Pax is having palpitations about the pseudomedicine in this, probably. <laughs> I get all my pseudomedicine from MASH. <laughs> oh. 
a show with the theme song Suicide is Painless. That's probably for the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking closely at him, he doesn't seem to be breathing. You think he's holding his breath. Oh, yeah. Okay, so like, let's say he's seal trying. You can do this for like six to eight minutes, right? So um, once we uh, give him a tracheotomy, no, so he's, his, his lungs are not rising and lowering, right? Like, no. Whatever. whatever oxygen he is subsisting off of is already in his bloodstream. Good. We'll just make that blood go a little faster then. Um, just gently put my hand on him and just work that oxygen through that heart quickly. I'm going to need a power use roll so you don't uh, overdo that. Yeah, I know. Pretty catastrophic. Yeah, this could be. This could go terribly, terribly wrong. Uh, terribly, terribly quickly. But Crash is angry. This, this guy m- murdered hostages. That's so gross. He uh, didn't. He actually he didn't. didn't. Yeah, he did. The other one did. He, he did. <laughs> he certainly did. Seven. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, so question three. You are a note, Bob. You know, you're not used to feeling uh, blood flowing, but you've done it a few times through power uses. His Blood was flowing remarkably slowly. It was like he had slowed down everything. I mean, he could have probably held his breath for another 40, 45 minutes. Uh, Gave himself the metabolism of a killer whale or underwater mammal of some kind? That's what you would... Uh, no, that's what, I say to out, that's what I say out loud to him. Yeah, I know how that works. So what I'm doing to you now is I'm speeding up the blood in your body, making it work through your system much faster than it normally would, burning off that oxygen, giving, pretty much negating that killer whale advantage you had going on until just now. (laughs) That's only the tip of the iceberg of the things that I'm going to start doing to you here in a minute. His color starts to change a little bit. You can tell that he's definitely getting oxygen deprived. So anytime you're ready to work out that deal you just let me know uh, his grip just tightens on the chair that he's handcuffed to mm-hmm. and then slowly his head starts to sink down and his eyes roll up into his head all right now we'll uh we'll, we'll, we'll allow oxygen back in there i'll go ahead and give him that tracheotomy Noted. Okay, so I'm going to go a couple fingers up from the little clavicle spot. And then I'm just going <laughs> to do it, huh? All right. Yeah, I'm just going to stick that pen right in there. Yikes. All right, you give me a medicine roll there, please, Dr. Clarkson. <laughs> and we're on 12s right now, is that right? Uh, no, you're on 8s because uh, oh, you're, you're in the real world. Whew, praise everything. <laughs> praise everything. Uh, I beat it by one. <laughs> Good enough. It's been a really long time since you've uh, actually done anything really medical related, so a little rusty. But you you managed to jab it in the right hole, and uh, you can immediately like you hear the suction from of air being drawn back in. Oh, uh, yeah. But his head doesn't okay. lift back up. He's still very clearly unconscious from the, the the whole blood flow and oxygen thing. Oh, we'll wake him up. And then how exactly are you doing that, Crash? Uh, you know, we'll start with cold water. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not going to be able to, yeah, for a minute. It's because of the pen sticking out of your throat. <laughs> no real medical facilities to speak of here, so the infection may still kill you. But you wanted a deal. Right? So, instead of telling me where some crappy boxes are, 
I need to know how many boxes there are, how many pilots go with the boxes, and how many people are in charge since you don't seem to know their names. We worked out the deal. You can have full immunity. We're not going to drop you off anywhere nice, but at least you'll stay on this plane. How do you feel about that? Great. You want to write it? You want to write it down, and we'll get you on your way. Shoot, where are we going to get a pen? <laughs> <laughs> That's good, isn't it? <laughs> oh, jeez. And then uh, let's just let, leave him in the interrogation room to recover for a short time. Be like, okay, well, we're not taking him anywhere, right? We know that. I walk next door, grab a uh, legal pad and a pen and bring them back and set them down on the table in front of them. He is still cuffed to the chair. You have uh, taken precautions and, you know, not uncuffed him. And they're, they're not just regular handcuffs. They're pretty thick, stout things, like the kind of thing that might be able to hold a, a bear or an elephant or something in place. Um, I assume the table is also... Yes. Yeah. So we're going to um, take another pair of handcuffs and uh, remove his... Uh, is he, I ask him if he's right-handed. No, it's get, we're going to uncuff his right hand at the same time as we put the other cuffs on it. Cuff his right hand to the table right next to where the uh, pen and paper are so he can write. All right. And behind him. First thing he writes is just business and nothing personal. Understandable. Now give us everything you know. Uh, paycheck, $5 million for a job. Promised more if success. What was the success? Hostages never going to survive. Underline, underline, underline. Each of us have job to do. Twins for Rosie. Pawns for Bruno and John. Kill them and hostages. My job, take Mac, secure Jet. Me? That's it, secure Jet. Jet. Mm -hmm. Mystery employer, never seen. Brought aboard ship, taken out in ocean. That's where boxes are on ship. Did training, virtual reality. Mm -hmm. Assumed it was government. Americans, probably not. Israeli, maybe? Question mark. Good money. Hmm. Ship illustrious. Boarded in Thailand. Illustrious. Where'd you disembark? New Zealand. Crew not allowed near boxes or lab geeks. Lab geeks. Lab geeks talked, overheard, project metaverse. Oh, no. Uh, something about making up past mistake. <laughs> uh, what, what possible mistakes could there have been? Hmm. 
got impression not all doing work willingly. Hmm. All very scared. Hans is psycho. <laughs> Killed two of crew while on boat. That's the explodey guy? That is the exploding guy. Planned on offing him first chance I got. A good plan. Twins were all right. Didn't talk. Kept to themselves. Training gig. Place with fancy costumes. Flying people. Special powers. Sentinel. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Found out about powers after training gig. Practice on fly spec island few weeks. Then on to job. Given files Bruno, Rosie, John, Mac. Powers, how operate. Response times. Yes. Run into a guy in a wheelchair on board the ship. Is a guy in a wheelchair? No wheelchair. Was odd man out for most. Didn't, didn't trust me. Hmm. Why didn't they trust you? I mean, aside from... He's outside no blackmail material. Uh, uh, how are you paid? Swiss bank. Transfer. Let's get Thomas on that, see if we can track that down at all. We will. Uh, write down your account number. He scribbles it away. I it's am just... really impressed that somebody knows their account number right off. Oh, with these with these offshore account guys, they usually keep them memorized so they don't have to keep a hard copy around, especially guys who are trained like operators like him. Yeah. That I mean, that makes sense. Knowledge. I just, you know, I've been in the metaverse for a real long time and I cannot remember my uh, my bank account at all. I mean, not that there was anything in it, but... You know. I've never even had a bank account. Oh, la-dee-da. <laughs> he's been taking care of his whole life. Um, so, just so you guys know... You, You're just you saying play. that because I have a caretaker. Yes, I know. Not being so, nice. Andy, Crash, just so you know, you, you both have bank accounts now. Um, it may be difficult for us to get them out of um, uh, the current situation where they think that you're dead. Um, however, uh, there are several million dollars in each of your private accounts. So Shit. Wow. That's a lot, right? Yeah. Right. It's um, a lot happens in three years, so. I, I guess so. Compound I, interest. Yourself as the beneficiary there, Pops. Uh, well, Thomas uh, did some careful investing, um, and uh, he should be able to uh, push some paperwork around and get you guys reinstated as existing again. Um, so maybe a few weeks. But if you need to buy anything, um, you got it covered. Okay. Well, look at that. Guy, now I'm rich. <laughs> so the thing that I didn't know two minutes ago, now it doesn't matter because I'm rich. So what are we, we going to 
Are, is he done talking? Or what are we going to do with him now? You guys got any more questions you're going to ask him? Mm. Anything else you have? Any other knowledge you have to tell us? Where are you cool. from? Oh, his file will tell us that. Yeah, you have that information already. You have his civilian information and his former military record on hand. I know, but like, you know, I, I want to know if he took like, I don't know, karate classes when he was a kid. Does he have a mom he likes a whole lot? Uh, he was raised in the system. No, no parents to speak of. Gotcha. Okay. Just curious. Who, who were you when you were in the... Um training with uh costumes and capes oh that's important uh, he writes down the name king bear, king mm -hmm. bear. Yep. and king bear has the powers of animals yeah all of them okay good dude how did they how did they find you email no, how did you emailed them or they emailed you? Emailed me. They emailed you. Mm-hmm. I want to know what made you special. I mean, they got me because they knew how desperately I needed money. <laughs> they recruited other people because they were convicts. I am not a convict. Well, you were talking about Wyatt. I was talking about Wyatt. That is an okay. interesting lane of inquiry. Andy James, it uh, strikes you that, you know, there wasn't just random, all the people that were recruited for this job, like how lucky it was that all of them were meta pilots, just randomly, somehow. They just happened to be able to bond with avatars? They just happened to be able to pick those out out of everyone on the planet? Pure luck. Here's a good question. Was there anyone else besides the, the twins and the explodey guy that uh, you were doing training with? No, but not first batch. That makes sense. Train them in squads. Groups of four. I think we may have killed a couple of the others. Good probability. So, the real questions. Let's... Uh, let's uh, Leave him to sit, and he can write down exactly what he thinks immunity means or what he expects to get next. And uh, we'll go talk privately. All right. You guys step out of interrogation. Um, let's well, get well out of interrogation because he uh, he has better hearing than a normal person if he wants to. Yeah, that is a good plan. Okay, can I start, Grandpa? That was so cool. I just you just right into the you go straight to the point, and I was just so impressed. Sorry. That was awesome. Thank you. So here's what immunity means. Uh, he stays right in there. I will Forever? I mean... I mean, until we find a better place to keep these people, yeah. Okay, so immunity means he doesn't even see a judge or a jury? He was never going to anyway, Andy. Yeah, so a lot has changed in the last three years. Um... Basically, everyone's kind of terrified of pilots and the technology that was dropped here. Um, and uh, 
essentially we're the best shot at justice anyone who does anything any sort of criminal act uh with metaversal powers any anyone who is has the capability to take a job that they can use their superpowers to murder people with um there's no trial Hi, I feel like it's possible, just possible, that we two would be guilty then. Sure. Yeah, yeah but we've been tried, and we've been convicted, and uh, we've been acquitted. And we would deny that opportunity to another. Well, no. so here's the thing, Andy. Right now we've got about, um, I don't know, around a dozen uh, criminals locked up um, under our jurisdiction. And we don't really have a system in place for any sort of um, judge and jury. In every instance, we have confessions or 100% um, irrevocable proof of their guilt. So it's not so much that they haven't um, committed these crimes as it is. We're not really sure what to do with them at this point because a normal jury would uh, put them to the death penalty and we don't have a place to lock them up outside of metaversal control. Um, so we're still trying to figure out exactly how to navigate that situation. Although there's plenty of unused holding cells on Arena if you want to start shipping them there. Well, that's a possibility. We've actually talked about that exact thing. John and I were discussing that. Um, Something else that might not be a good plan um, is... Sentinel City kind of has a way to deal with people with super superpowers. What if we took some of the technology from Sentinel City and made them a little dome and they can just have their own little society? I think that might be a line that we don't want to cross anytime soon. Okay. I just know that it's possible. Yeah, but I'm not trying to give these people a society they can live in. If they can't live within the rules of this society, they don't need to be here. Well, probably they'd end up killing each other and but meeting out their own powers, justice. They'll also kill a lot of other people, too. Collateral not them, the bubble. Just... It would just be them in the bubble. Right, but now you're putting that kid, uh, what's his name that you're talking to the other day, that just kept stealing stuff from stores by teleporting through the wall in the same society as crazy exploding guy and the murderous rhino over there so it's i don't want them with each other yeah we got a case by case okay i mean this is, we got to figure this well, out we don't have a judge and jury system yet right and so we got to figure out how to build that that's yes we do they are metaversal criminals they go face arena that's what we do now i know it's not super nice but that's the way it was done for a long, long time. Doesn't necessarily mean it's the best way to do it, though. No. Because nope. what, what we do is is kill the weak and empower what? the strong. I mean... What? What? Where did that come from? That's not even related to what we're talking about. Andy, you're just saying things. I'm talking about taking the strong who have done terrible things and putting them someplace where they can be kept and actually fight, you know, and actually stand an actual trial and have a punishment that actually fits their crime. I'm not talking about oppressing the weak with the strong. Where did you even get that? I'm sorry. I was just going back to what happened to you in Arena where you were forced to fight gladiatorial fights. 
I went to fight the gladiatorial fights because I was the one who was supposed to do it. I Crash. did it. Crash. I also won all of those fights. I might uh, I remind know. you. And you are the strong. <laughs> I'm just worried about that being abused. That's all. Just remember the the arena was not. You're Andy. You're thinking the arena under Basileus's control. I am. No, you're no. right. I am. I am. I am conflating the two. I just nothing is immune. Anyway, we're not going to resolve this. Today. We're not going to resolve this today. But what we can't resolve is figuring out what we need to do next to track down this uh, mysterious cruise ship with the metapods on it. Um, let's get Thomas on uh, tracking that that uh, Swiss account number, see if we can find that. Get into the email, see if we can figure out where any of this is coming from. Shipping uh, routes have gone from Thailand to New Zealand. Yeah. For, for uh, the ship, you don't even need Thomas's help. You can just get anybody at the Department of Justice or the FBI. I mean, it is a ship. Oh, right. We have the name of the ship, so let's track that as well, see where it's... Uh, um, but went down with all hands six weeks ago. Did it really? Six mm. weeks. That's the last reported record. Went down with all hands after leaving New Zealand six weeks ago. That's suspicious. Yeah. Yeah, so let's have Thomas do it instead because maybe he just won't read the news. All right, pushed off yeah. onto Thomas along with account tracking and email hacking. Thomas is going to have a lot on his plate. He usually so, does. So, Andy, what, I'm, what I've been trying to say uh, is I don't want to bully anybody, right? I'm not trying to be an evil overlord here, but... If we set the standard with this group of terrorists that we're just going to let them go because they asked us to and they gave us some information, um, we're going to be playing cleanup and catch-up forever. P bad people do a bad thing, and then, you know, we go clean up the bad thing. Like, how, how long can we do that? Is that really sustainable when we're talking about people with the power of nuclear weapons? No, of course it's not sustainable. I guess I just want... I just want to acknowledge that there isn't a good option. Oh, I've already acknowledged that, and I'm sorry that I didn't just come out and say that this is horrible ahead of time. Uh, this is horrible. Thank you. I feel better somehow. I'm sorry. But, yeah, we, we can't just... We can't just do the, you know classic superhero trope of cleaning up people's messes and then just putting on our tights and flying off into the sunset. We have a little bit more responsibility than that to the place that we've basically created. Our world is completely and fundamentally changed because of the stuff that we have done, and we have a responsibility to take care of that world. I wonder if there's a way to remove somebody's powers. There is. We just gotta go find it. What if that's the punishment? And then you can face regular civil justice. I mean, we've had our bonds severed before. We know that that's a devastating punishment. For both parties. Yeah. It, does, it hurts so, the avatars as much as it hurts us. Yeah, I'm not sure about 
civilian justice coming into play regardless. Um, the Spanish government is not known for its gentle hand with terrorists who blew up, um, you know, 10 of their dignitaries. Uh, I, I don't know what the right answer is, but I don't think it's handing them over to the governments of the, the territories that they're harming right now. Right now, we have a good relationship with those governments, and they trust us to take care of these situations and to remove these uh, technologies and um, perpetrators from their world, from their site. They aren't, other than the uh, United States government, none of the rest of them are particularly interested in what we're doing with them, only that they're not around anymore. So really, we already work for the cleanup crew, is what you're saying. Kind of, yeah. The last three years have been interesting. Um, yeah, we're gonna, Bruno. We're gonna need to make some changes around here. Well, it's gonna take a little while. Uh, it's gonna take, take a little while because of bureaucracy. This is true. Maybe we but, just don't have bureaucracy in this version. Maybe well, we since just... the government trusts us to do it, that is absolutely correct. I feel like we can make unilateral decisions. Yeah, Crash, I've spent the last three years walking through fighting red tape, developing it, so that within this building, we don't have to have red tape. That's part of the situation. Is I well, have... need to make this building a lot bigger. Well. Can it cover the world? No offense, Crash, but you haven't been here for the last three years, and let me tell you, convincing normal civilians after what they've been through uh, that we're the good guys, and that all metaversal pilots shouldn't just be immediately locked up for the rest of our lives and that we, can, that we can't just go hide from the metaverse. It's not been an easy task. And it's not going to be simple for us to just... People are scared. We just start going around and showing what we can do and mm -hmm. making that building bigger unilaterally. People are going to be scared. We're not going to have friends anymore. And it's, it's a, we play the stupid red tape game. I do not like it any more than you do, believe me. I think you like it more than me. I'm just going to say it. Because I don't think we should do it. And I, you think I we understand should. that, Crash. But it's been three years that Metapilots have been out in the world. And in that three years, it takes a lot of work to get the civilians, to get the billions of people who don't have powers to not be terrified of us, to not ruin our world because of their fear of what we might do to them. And the red um, tape is miserable. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, man, but I'm, I'm not going to play this whole X-Men game with you. Like, that's not how this has to work. We're, it's working that way because we are letting it work that way because we have decided from the very beginning to work within that system. And that system doesn't work. The system is broken, Bruno. Crash, you haven't been here for three years. I never decided. I know you keep telling me that as if I'm going to forget every time you bring it up. I do remember I have not been here for three years. But I also see from not having been here for three years that whatever you've been doing doesn't work. Crash, I have wanted you by my side. I've wanted you. I would follow you into a fire. I would follow you through anything. But you have not been here for three years, and I've had to deal with this crap on my own. You come in here after three days and think that I've screwed it all up and you've got a better way of doing it? You haven't no. been here, and that's why I keep bringing it up. 
I don't think I have a better way of doing it. I think that we can make one. Great. Well, let's not destroy everything that I've spent three years trying to keep this entire world from coming after our throats. I don't know why you think I'm attacking you, Bruno. I think you've done a great job. I think everybody's done a great job. I just think that we're still doing the wrong job. And I think that we can fix that if we get through this. What is the right job, then? Maybe we should really be protecting this world from not just us. Like, we're not the only problem the world has right now. It's not metapilots. Sure, that's the latest thing that you know the world has latched onto because it's the most recent thing, but all of the other problems are still there, man. All of them. All the stuff that was wrong with the world before we showed up is still wrong with the world, and now they've got weapons that are people that can do terrible things. Maybe we just do everything a different way from now on. Like, not from now on, but like in the future after we come up with a good plan, and then we don't have to worry about that. I mean, we're t I'm talking not just about, like, you know, not living under oppression. I'm talking about getting rid of sickness and death. I mean, we could we can actually accomplish that with the right set of abilities. Why not just make the world an actual better place so we don't have to worry about cleaning up fallout all the time because the bad stuff doesn't happen as much? I'm with you. That sounds like a good plan, although I'm not sure about getting rid of death. That could be a problem from overpopulation. And right, baby steps. I totally get you. Um, so I'm sorry that you thought that I don't think you're doing a good job because you're the reason that I want to do this job. Crash, I just... I'm sorry, man. It's been... Three years, I know. Like red tape. I think that was the one that sent me off. It seems like 80% of what I've had to deal with is explaining to senators what we're doing, explaining to uh, the State Department why something is necessary. Like, all I spend my time doing is explaining to other people why we're trying to do the right thing. And it's, I've eliminated a lot of the red tape by finally convincing people to trust us. Well, and they'll I ask a lot less questions after we've taken away all their nuclear weapons. It's fair. I don't Oi, like being Patrick here. You got a visitor for a crash at the, the front desk. He's got a half of a metal face. So his name's Zenda or something? He's here to see oh. Crash. Oh shit. Why would Zenda come to the front desk? It just, it says so being polite. That's that very sweet. Has Zenda ever been okay, well What does Patrick do Zenda here, by the way? I'm still not exactly sure how that worked out, but um, so after you guys were gone, um, I spent a lot of time looking for you, like almost a year, and um, Patrick pretty much somehow started this whole situation of finagling Congress into trusting us and uh, establishing metaverse enforcement as a thing here and getting us this building, and uh, I'm, the man can talk his way through a lot of things. It's the accent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that seems fair. I need to and, get me one of those. <laughs> so he's, he's technically my second in command, although, you know, Renica does a lot more. 
of active operations than he does. Is he making money off the back end somehow? Using his power to fix things, to repair the technology that they find and then reuse it? Uh, probably. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, it might be uh, something worth looking into. His abilities are super unique. He's also been using his powers to fix systems and, and <laughs> make it so that, um, you know, the State Department trusts us and lets us do our own thing and gives us a budget and so on and so forth. So it's been pretty effective, actually. Allied than an enemy. Surprise. Well, let's see what Zenda wants. Let's see Zenda. He is waiting out by the front desk, holding on to his hat. Welcome home, Miss James, Mr. Jackson. I'm Thanks glad you both turned up. I Please. tried to find you. I, I couldn't. You were gone. You weren't in any metaverse. I, I'm deeply sorry. No, oh, we were uh, in a nightmare. Which I can only assume time without us has also likewise been a nightmare. Every day for me, Miss James. Every day. But I'm, I'm happy for you and your friends, of course. But uh, this is not a social call. I, well, we have a problem. A rather serious one at that. Someone has altered a metaversal timeline. And I can't figure out exactly when, where, or how they did it. But they did change it. Dramatically. And this is going to have untold repercussions if left unchecked. I am unable to set things straight. Uh, it's beyond me and my job. I am not permitted to. And particularly without seeing when and how it was changed, there's, there's very little I could accomplish on my own. And being as it is still technically a metacrime for anyone to alter time, including to correct it, the only people who are... That's why you're here. <laughs> ...legally allowed to do so without repercussions would be yourselves. We have I diplomatic see. immunity right now. That, that's correct. I, and I would also add that some of you have a personal stake in this as the metaverse in question is not unfamiliar to you. I believe some of you have referred to it as the Weird West. The oh, Weird West? Yes. Um, uh, well, Ninja on, Emily Dickinson? On its present course, none of the avatars that you had or the connections you've had in those places will exist. There will be no Emily Dixon, Dickinson. There will be no Richard Gatling. There will be no Billy the Kid. Well, that's serious. Does that actually mean that I don't have ninja stuff? It, it means that you won't if it doesn't get taken care of. Okay. Correct. Okay, I still have it until we fail. Okay, got it. And the echoes this will have across the metaverse are rather extreme. I can't even begin to conceivably say of how much this will change things. Just that it will. So I, I need you to try to set things right. And being as I can't say when precisely things were changed... You're just going to have to give them a push in the right direction. Isenda, I know you can't interfere with anything happening on our world, but um, do you know anything about a bunch of metapods and pilots being created on a ship in the Pacific Ocean? I can't say about a ship, but I can tell you that uh, metaverse access from Prime has gone up 62,000% uh, in the past three years. 62,000%? That's correct. 
There are at least 800 metaverse traveling individuals on the planet. That's, That's a lot better than five. Well, we know there were it. many more, but they uh, they were incarcerated. What's that? There were many more, but they have been incarcerated for metaverse crimes. How many more? Three. I currently have three hundred and fourteen in custody. Is that? So if there's roughly 800, is that what we figured coming out of our world right now? Is that there were 1,100 and you have 300 of them? No, there's 400 and some left. There could conceivably be many more that simply haven't entered the metaverse yet. That's not a good way to do that. <sighs> this is bad. Well, well, do you know where we can start looking? Uh, specifically, uh, the year 1512 would be a good place to, uh, to start uh, and try to set things back on course. In 1512, a series of events are about to unfold which will change the fate of that metaverse for all time. Uh, it will start with the unification of the Ottoman, English, and Papal Empires. This will shortly lead to a new world government and so on and so on. Uh, eventually, there will be no individualism, no... Heroes, no America, no West, no great number of things. But uh, I need you to ensure that no alliance or any one power is able to accomplish this new world order. Holy Roman Empire, Batman. Seriously. No offense, but considering the direction America is going currently, is it that bad? <laughs> okay, Andy James. Uh, that is a different world. <laughs> Than the one that this is. <laughs> but I had to get that little jib jab in there. Yeah, no, you definitely parodied the society that we live in, but all your friends are going to die. So worse, they won't ever be born. They won't even be born now. Look what you did. 15 what was the year? 1512 would be the best year. To 1512. Any later, and there could be un told repercussions any earlier and I'm not sure that events will have transpired to allow anyone to change things that greatly. 1512 is the renaissance? That would be correct. So I guess it would be the weird renaissance not the weird quest. Those of you with like what do we know about the renaissance? The ridiculous renaissance? That's where the ninja turtles came from. That's where the painters are. So That's where the greatest, uh, the, the greatest outpouring of money from patrons happened to fund the arts. Hey, chat. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Shake your head at me. That's not at you. That's just at prostitution in general. <laughs> hey, I'm here to legalize sex work. No shame in my game. or Wait, you're, you're here right now to do that? I'm always here for it. It doesn't matter where I am. I am there for it. Oh, oh! in that case, so am I. <laughs> I didn't know that's what we were doing. I thought we were going to have the metaverse. Just for hashtag clarity's sake, wouldn't 1,512 be before Jack Rackham was born too? Before a little clone found love on the high seas? Yes. Somebody did their homework. Somebody got called out just now. Well, 
let's, I say we dive right in and get acquainted with this um, old world, old weird world. Excellent. Uh, now, things are, of course, already different from any history you will have experienced in this particular place, so that you might notice some changes. But uh, the, it is the overall narrative that must change. There cannot be any new world order, no supreme empire. The, these that things are bad. Yeah, that particular Earth has got a weird fluid history thing going on anyway, so... Uh... Yes, this is not the first time its timeline has been altered. I had fun there. Though I'd technically, like... chronologically, it would be the first time its timeline has been altered. Oh. As the original alteration to its timeline didn't occur so much later. Okay. That's what I was once arrested for before I did this job. Oh, wait, wait, did you mess up this world? Not currently. I will in a few centuries. I see. So we're preventing you from messing up the world? No, no, no he was going to mess up the world anyway. It's supposed to be messed up because of him. We're going to oh. make sure that he can mess and up the th There is a distinct difference. I did a very slight change. This changes everything. Okay. Yeah, but so... So no New World Order in 1512, is that what I'm hearing? Yes. yes. Ideally, no New World Order. However you can right. manage... Do we know what the bad guys are yet? Is it the church? It's probably the church, right? It's always I'm, the church. I'm sorry, I, I I don't have any answers. So then I'm always having trouble with like time travel movies and stuff as far as following the logic, but if we failed in solving this and the timeline is altered so that everything changes, that would mean that you would never become who you are so you wouldn't be who you are now. So would like the entire universe cease to exist, or like how does that work? I would rather not, not find out. <laughs> that seems completely uh, fair to me. Implementation, my favorite. All right, if it's all the same to you. You see, now we got to go do this on all these other metaverses. This is what I'm saying, Bruno. If we don't have to do that here, that's going to make everybody's job way easier. Hashtag civil war. Hey, Patrick. Hashtag no more war. Mm. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you, Mark. Hey, Patrick, you're in charge for a while. Righto. And may God soul. have mercy on their souls. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> could go wrong with that statement. All we right. We going? The facility does have metapods set up in the basement. I mean, you haven't used them in a while, but you have them. All right, guys. Let's do Dump this. them off and go. Let's okay. get dangerous. Into That's the metaverse. And uh, let's see. Who exactly are these avatars they're in? Well, why don't I tell you a little bit about them for just a second here, guys. Dr. Jenica Clarkson is a Catherine of Aragon. Wife to Stop. Henry VIII, King of England, skilled diplomat and leader, and a woman of incredible inner strength and integrity, uh, representing the crown and its endeavors to further its influence and its power. Her only real downfall is her prideful and self-centered husband, Henry, and his eternal feud with France, neither of which she has ever seen much of a use or purpose in. Crash Jackson is Heinrich Cornelius Agrippa, 
advisor to the emperor of Germany, and his royal envoy. A skilled, charismatic, and learned man, Agrippa is also considered to be an expert in all things occult, and is even said to converse with demons and witches. Uh, he's a polymath. He'll converse with anything. <laughs> Andy James is Katerina Sforza, the Tiger of Forley, one of the great battle leaders of Italy, friend to the Medicis and their widespread influence, and representative of their crown. Bruno Hamilton is Niccolo Machiavelli, general of the People's Army of Italy, in direct opposition to the Medicis and their lust for power. Niccolo is a man of the people, a writer, a philosopher, and a champion of the cause of the common man. He seeks aid in fighting off the tyranny of the Medicis and all of their kind and the liberation of his people. And where are they? Well, they're in Bergelz, a castle in the Rhine River region of the German Empire. Ah, uh, home sweet home. It's April in the year of 1512. Secluded, beautiful, and impressive, it was the natural location to house the many representatives called forth by the newly appointed Pope Leo X to discuss an end to the wars plaguing Europe and to attain a peace for the betterment of all God's children. Representatives from France, England, Spain, Portugal, Italy, both the ruling Medicis and the rebellion, the Ottoman Empire, and more have traveled to answer the Pope's call. Will the old world have peace or more pointless wars? Only time will tell. All of you have arrived in the past day with small entourages of attendants and personal guards to be housed as guests. Many old rivals and enemies are gathered together under one roof, making the castle a hotbed of intrigue. Were it not for the presence of the Pope himself, Surely it would have already fallen into violence. And let's system shock everybody right before we get into this. Of course. Alrighty. I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, Andy James. And Andy James is going to go ahead and start as full Katarina all the way in Avatar. <laughs> going to Bruno. Uh, Bruno is going to be in full Bruno, <laughs> full pilot from <laughs> the start Amazing. of Amazing. No Machiavelli for you. <laughs> for Jenica, we are going to put her one away from full Avatar. She is almost all Catherine at the moment. And for Crash, we are also going to put him in full Avatar. That would be fine, thank you. Unbelievable. The dice did not favor you on those. I don't know what you're talking about. It is not a problem to be me, darling. Now, before the peace talks are to be held, there's a splendid feast that's going to be attended by all. It's, just taken, it's been a long journey from some folks to, to get this far. And there will be hundreds of guests that will fill the grand halls of the castle, along with the finest food, wine, and other indulgences to be shared. Now, each of these uh, avatars and people have their own agendas while they're there. Speaking of the avatars, uh, Catherine herself 
was sent to represent the, the crown of England. And uh, mainly, she's here to gather more support for France. At least that's what Henry said. Uh, which, you know, she's never been a big supporter of, but publicly. Wait, I'm, I'm gathering support to attack France? Yeah, for the invasion of France. Uh, because Henry, uh, unbeknownst to the people gathered here for peace, is already preparing to sail to invade France and take 30,000 soldiers with him. In addition, it is also important for you to cement ties with the uh, Holy Roman Emperor of Germany and his emissary, uh, Heinrich Agrippa. Now, Katerina wants the Pope to excommunicate Machiavelli and all of the conspirators who are fighting against the Medicis. She's also here to cement the Holy League alliance with England and Germany against France, who has invaded northern Italy and is in support of Machiavelli and the rebellion. The rebellion pardon me. Heinrich is here to listen to what is said, so that Maximilian I, the Holy Emperor, is not left out but much more so to show that the Holy Roman Emperor stands with the Pope and expects to be recognized by everyone else as standing with the Pope. He's also here to ensure the English crown knows that Germany stands with them against France and also that he stands with the Medicis as part of the Holy League in their unification against the French and Louis XII. Machiavelli was here before Bruno took over to get any and all support from anyone he possibly could as he and the People's Rebellion are surrounded by enemies on all sides. And the only people who have been willing to back them up so far is Louis XII of France, who's only allied with them because, well, he wants Italy for himself. He has no intention of returning Italy to the people at the end of a war. He just wants to make it France. And the party is already underway as you uh, assume the guises of your avatars and settle into place. Some of you more avatar than anyone else. If you say so. There is uh, quite a lot going on with representatives from everywhere. You feel very out of place, Bruno. And uh, notably, no one is really uh, coming over and talking to you so much. In fact, most of them seem to be actively avoiding you. This is funny. I will go talk to him. Ah, the notorious Machiavelli. Mm-hmm. I'm Are going we to... Acquainted? Are we acquainted? You have heard of him, but you've never met him in person. He's much shorter than you expected. I knew it. I knew this. That's okay. I like some shot. Hashtag metapoints. I do kind of want to hear what the heck Mark would do with an Italian accent for Machiavelli, but he'll leave the choice in y'all's hands. Also, it seems <laughs> like maybe France is the weak point. Oh, you think? <laughs> thank you, Mark. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, thank you. <clears throat> thank you, Frank. Uh, Signor Machiavelli. Uh, yeah, yes, that's me. Hello. 
I must say, uh, I am such a huge fan of your writings. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Heinrich Cornelius Agrippa. Uh, you have, of course, heard of me. Uh, of course. Absolutely. Well, I assure you, the rumors are all true. <laughs> Can I get you a drink? Let me get you a drink. Yes. I could use one. Good, good. Uh, perhaps some wine? You like the wine here? I have my own special ingredients I sometimes put in the wine. Here you are. It is of no danger to you, Signor Machiavelli, I assure you. It is quite safe to drink. I notice you are not drinking. <laughs> uh, I like to savor it. Uh, are you perhaps uh, concerned that I would have used my... Uh, by powers of sorcery and witchcraft to uh, poison your drink in some way. I'm I'm sure you would do no such thing with such uh, powers available to you. You would be able to, uh, if you if you felt the need, do so in other ways. Exactly. I am here to mingle with other powerful people, men and women of power, so we can. We can get this uh, whole shindig going, yeah? <laughs> Sounds lovely. Would you care to mingle with me? We will mingle around together. I have just discovered mingling and I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Introduce me to your friends. Ah, I have very few, but I will introduce to you who I know and who I want to know. Uh, the red-headed woman who looks, I want to say, female? <laughs> that usually women are. I do not see such things, Machiavelli. As you uh, probably are quite familiar with, I am uh, the most prolific feminist in the world. Strangely enough, uh, Bruno, when you look at the red-headed woman that he points out, in the back of your head, wherever Machiavelli is, he, you, you swear he is, uh, he's screaming some rather profound obscenities directed her way. Who is yelling? Oh, it's in the back of Bruno's head. Sorry. Not heard by uh, Cornelius at the moment. So, what do you say, Mac? You want to... Uh... Mingle that way towards the redhead? Sure. Okay. Call me Mickey. I will. Thank you very much. You may call me anything you want, really. I, you're so cute. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh, when we walk up to them, just pretend I said something very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you have a very musical laugh, I must say. Thanks. Uh, of all the people at this party, Katarina, to walk up to you, your enemy, Machiavelli himself, the upstart rebel. Niccolo, it is oh. amazing to me that a, uh, a rat would be allowed to a party. Oh, uh, 
No, I have an invitation. Oh, no. I am here with Germany. <laughs> and I understand that my features are somewhat rodentious. Uh, the whiskers do not help, nor do the beady little eyes. Please, uh, never allow me to uh, insult you, my dear. It is only Nicola, of course, who I speak. I did not know you two were acquainted. I came over here to introduce you, not knowing, even though uh, clearly you two are at odds with each other. <laughs> it's <laughs> delightful. It is hard uh, not to be acquainted with a fool. Katharina, it's good to see you. Uh, I give you a firm handshake because I uh, am prolific feminist. Otherwise, I would, I would kiss up your arm uncomfortably, I promise. I'm just trying some new things. Being a uh, woman is something that people have occasionally accused me of. But... Me Please, too, yeah, me too. Do not allow it to get in your way. You may treat me as you would any man. Oh, don't say that, dear. <laughs> we will be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Captain, drinking wine and kind yeah. of observing everything. The, the strangest thing you see is uh, Machiavelli is, is talking to, to Katerina and Cornelius. Like the, there's not a, an odder group of individuals. If it weren't for the lingering presence of Jenica in the back of your mind, you, you would think that uh, some treachery is afoot. You will have to uh, excuse me. I uh, forgot to uh, introduce you to my friend, Catherine. She has been this long time in England. Oh, England. What a fun little country that is. A fun, oh, little, nice a fun it's little country. It's fun. You sound, you sound the like your mom. It's always very gray. That's fun. It is a and place it is, of history. And it is different in Germany? Uh, yeah. It's very different in Germany. For example, uh, I am still allowed in Germany. I suppose. What, what did you do in England? I may have uh, been accused of a small bit of heresy, uh, which I assure you was just a disputed bill. Explain. <laughs> I said uh, that the king does not speak with the voice of God. I do not believe this is heresy. I believe you no. are correct. Of course you do. You are women, and a woman is much smarter than most men. Everyone knows that. And my husband is a moron. I will not... <laughs> I will not uh, agree with you, um, but only because it would be impolite to do so. You may agree with me. I agree he, with you. Excellent. He is a moron, he is a ledge, and he is unfit to wear the crown. Well, I like one of the things about him then. Tell me, is he open? Never mind. You know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but like, does he like, does he enjoy a good back rub or a foot rub? 
He has many proclivities. I disapprove of most of them. Ah, then maybe we will get along. Then I suppose it's good that uh, he sent you as his ambassador? <laughs> yes. He did because, not need uh, I assume if he were here, uh, it would be not so good <laughs> for the rest of us? No. You are very grim, Catherine. I do not, um, would not have uh, assumed so much from you that you would be so sad. I have no reason to be sad. Right. Indeed. I suppose uh, the English weather has uh, perhaps changed you. No, this is just me. I see. So perhaps you will get along with our um, Vatican after all. Our who? The Vatican? Is it... Oh, I am very friendly with the church. I'm very devout. And that is uh, really all we are. Yeah, me too. Look at me, I'm so devout with my Catholicism. There it is, look at that. And what are we looking at? Hmm? And what are we looking at? Uh, the, the way I was able to sign the cross like any devout person, despite the fact that I should have been struck down by the lightnings. Though I suppose that we could all agree that um, devotion may be not why we are really here. We are here for power. Devotion is never the reason I attend any party, my dear. Then I think, Cornelius, we shall get along. Are we not all here to to help our countries, to help our people? Specifically the people that are most in need of help. Ah, oh, the Polish. No, our people, our peasants. And pray tell, Catherine, what will uh, defeating the French really do? I, I did not believe defeating the French would do anything. Ridiculous. Well, goodness. Why then are you here? I have many reasons to be here. That have nothing to do with Henry? No. You see? Wait, King Henry? Oh man, that guy can party! <laughs> I know. Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't touch that with Machiavelli's wiener. No way! <laughs> And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with more <laughs> Masters of the Metaverse. <laughs> See you in just a few minutes, guys. It's raining outside. I don't see sunny or rainy. They're all just days to me. Okay, but clearly it's raining. Is it? I mean, yes, obviously it is, but just to play devil's advocate for a moment, is it really? Yes, yes it is. Look outside. So, so you want it to be sunny all the time. Is that what you want? You want constant sunshine. Um. Have you ever heard of a drought? 
No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that it's raining. Look, don't be such a hater. All days matter. Dude, just, just look outside. You know, my cousin was caught in a snowstorm last year. Where was the outrage then? It rains so much more in India. You have to deal with so much less weather in this part of the world, but I don't know why you're complaining. True, it was raining, but it's completely stopped now. Ancient history, get over yourself. I studied meteorology in high school, and the term is actually precipitation. The climate changes are clearly part of a natural cycle that has nothing to do with us. So rain should be underrepresented. Maybe rain just writes better science fiction. This kind of negativity just propagates the conservative agenda. People who wear raincoats anyway, right? F you. You f ignorant d Did you back and or were you just that way. I hope you get rained on. That'll teach you a lesson. To, to push this dry-hating, cumulonimbus bull I think we've had a little misunderstanding. Maybe we should go outside, take a walk. Maybe you can get some fresh air. In the rain? We get the final insert here and All right. break for second move. Right. Warm pocket cheese. Yes. I'm in. All right. Okay. So, so are you familiar I, with how to fondle a um, Nick? Yes. Nick, yeah. I'm going to shoot Christian's face. Shooting Christian's face. Oh, come on. No, you're gone. All right. <laughs> so apparently We're this is make just like handling a nipple. Okay. So Perfect. more pinch release than isn't. To pinch the okay, nipple. I'll pull focus now. Work! I need the back of your head, sir, and the front of yours. It works at night. Do you know? No, uh, it's usually Ben that does Okay, this okay, the sound of silence, because he's off camera and not talking, and Armageddon on that. Come on. Still a double. Whatever. Yes, I can do this. Just Thanks. No, you have to help. Oh, what do I need to do? Just take this here and then we'll we're... start on Leo's face before we go down. Get out. Wow. Really? Huh. We gonna make a movie? How does this work? I don't this know. This is awesome. I'm usually over there. Okay. Um, what happens if I twist this? Hey, what? wanna tune my mandolin? Oh, come oh, on! Come on! What's wrong with you? It's his words. Um, sure. What? What are you doing here? Right car. That is too big. Ben's mom. Come on. What? Ben's mom is off limits. Oh, get out. Out.
Hello, everyone. We are back with more Masters of the Metaverse revelations here on the Zombie Orbeast Entertainment channel on Twitch. Uh, so far... Oh. Hashtag personality mark to Machiavelli because I really want to see a short angry Italian get in on this action. That will definitely go over well. They'll get on like a house on fire, lots of screaming crying and scaring the neighbors. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. And we just got 500 somethings. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you I so much. So, well, so far in our episode, we uh, got to interrogate a uh, member of the group of criminals who were involved in the hostage situation involved in last week's episode and found out a little information about those behind it. Unfortunately, before any real progress could be made on that front, uh, Ronald Gabriel Zenda, now known as Rhodes, showed up and uh, had a problem with a timeline being altered, specifically uh, one that is related and near and dear to the hearts of our heroes. What would become the Weird West has been altered, and it's up to them to travel to the uh, ridiculous renaissance and put things back on track. And uh, that's where we currently are with uh, Machiavelli, Catherine of Aragon, uh, Agrippa, and, of course, uh, Caterina Sforza, uh, all at a massive gathering of diplomats, advisors, representatives from every major nation and even minor nations and group from across the uh, lands of Europe. All working to uh, enhance their power, enhance their reputation, enhance their alliances, and work against those of their neighbors and desperate little miniature grabs for power, as was the common struggle of this time period. And, of course, the four of them have come together in the middle of this party. Some allies, some enemies, some in between. And they were having a wonderful conversation when we left off, which I believe is about to uh, change dramatically with the uh, addition of, a, of actual Machiavelli joining in. And let's get back to that. <clears throat> wow. I am, I'm sensing a lot of sudden tension. I have no tension. I have wine. And my husband is not here, which is always good. Yes, he would probably just be talking about hunting the whole time. Just obsessed with his hunting he is. Don't know why. No, he would be hitting on anything that moves. What did you think I meant by hunting? hunting. What? For that... some men, that is hunting. Yes, that's what I meant by hunting. It is only the quarry, which is different. <sighs> oh, he'll be trying to strike the a deal. The wild boar here is Machiavelli. <laughs> I'm, not sure you need to... I'm not sure you need to call names. You are a much higher man than that. I have heard a few. Give him some wine and he will be a higher man than that. <laughs> I am just saying insults do not become you. It wasn't an insult. It was. You compared him to a wild animal, and we are children of Christ. With uh, moral and superior intellect. Oh, Katharina, don't you think that uh, we could uh, we could say that uh, every animal is a child of Christ? No, they do not have a soul. Oh, but they were created by God, so a yes. child. They were created by God to be used for our purposes. 
and we do not use any creature or any human like a creature. Well, I uh, certainly wouldn't use Nicola for anything, so. I question whether it is true that we do not use any human as if they were a creature. Oh, we I didn't have to say that. I just said I wouldn't use you. Oh, no. I understand. I think, Nicola, as long as we have a peasant class, that uh, that cannot be true. Then we, as leaders, should re- we should work toward helping our um, less fortunate people. This is a very wise uh, statement from you, Catherine. I suppose you would give away all of your jewels? All of your power? You would not like be a queen, you would be a, a, a peasant, you would... I would like to use my power to help the less fortunate. I am educated, I am knowledgeable, the and I have the ability to do so. <laughs> what? If the less fortunate are not uh, kept in their place, uh, where, where then would you be? There is no place. I could lead them magnanimously. Indeed. You let me know when Henry lets you do anything, okay? Mm, Henry. Mm. Perhaps when you have a son. Perhaps. It would require me going back to bed with Henry. Oh, snap! Okay. You have drawn uh, quite a few onlookers, the four of you, in conversation. They, of course, are pointedly making it look like they aren't watching you, but numerous groups of individuals have uh, quieted their conversations in your proximity. As uh, the four of you make a strange combination of individuals to be discussing matters. I think, Katharina, you should uh, consider bringing Mary, perhaps, back into a warmer climate. We, we would be happy to teach her how women can be empowered, I, at least I, in England, that is uh, less the case. I am presently quite able to do so, thank you. Indeed. And it is my hope that one day Mary... the battle, okay? What? You let me know when she leads an army. Perhaps against these um, French. She may lead an army, just as I have. Indeed. Well, my Catherine, you are um, full of surprises. More than you know. Well, perhaps I would be interested in learning. If you give me your time. That's so good. What? What's going on? Cornelius, I'm sorry, my love. You will have to speak up. Uh, We we have... um, I was merely wondering aloud if the two of you were going to make out. (laughs) Ah, 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 ah. What do you mean by make out? Hmm. Uh, Sorry, people who are not... People... The non-English have a means of showing affection. This I one now. The English have don't have palmer, it. Though. It says Palmer, it says prayers, kiss, our that's why, that's why the king keeps marrying foreigners, so they'll teach him how to kiss. Ah. <laughs> Is this why Henry married me, since yeah. I am from Spain? I am doubting that very much, and I don't want to say why. It's just that you seem very cold. I don't know. It's possible that uh, 
You may have learned to kiss from someone else. Who, me? Oh, no. No, I taught I myself... Be, I am sure you know how to kiss. You have I, did, I taught myself in the looking glass. Yeah, about your lips. This is a very strange discourse. Perhaps. But when you have all of the powers of the world, and what can you expect but a strange discourse? So, how about this new world order, huh? Well, I must say, uh, anything that has uh, the Medici's and the Pope at its head cannot be a bad thing. After all, they are in power because, well, they have been good at it for so long. Oh, come on, now. You know the Pope is very little more than a hat. Absolutely, he is a hat that I wear. No. While the Pope is not infallible, as some may say, the Pope is very much in charge and understands the ways to interpret the Bible so that we can benefit from it. Careful, so long as the Pope is interpreting the Bible like a... to get rid of the heretics, Niccolo, I suppose uh, we can follow the Pope. Nicola, what if we went away just for a moment from this tiring conversation about lips? Absolutely, my lady queen. I have never been tired about the conversation about lips, but uh, that's okay. You and I possibly conversation you. with you, Katarina, would prove me otherwise. Hashtag clarity. Thank you, chat. Thank you. Thank you, chat. And uh, for those of you uh, on, on my uh, players here, if you cannot see the store screen, there are six meta points available if you feel like you need to move around. Ooh. Just let us know if you're going to use them. Excellent. Sure. I mean, here's the deal. I'm really loving Katarina. <laughs> oh, I'm not suggesting anyone do. I just, in case you can't see the store and don't know, <laughs> they are there. Just I actually, I don't think Jenica would help any of the situation. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but they're there in case you need to use them. And I feel Crash is not good at parties. So, uh... <laughs> no, Crash is terrible at parties. <laughs> Neither is Bruno. <laughs> Cornelius, I love, uh, can you tell me a bit of why, why are you here? What brings you particularly? I know why I am here. I seek uh, unification. I seek a power. Why are you? What is in it for you? You're talking to Christian, right? I am. Talking to Cornelius, yes. Because I, I took Machiavelli away. Yeah, well. Although I still I have the ear of the Holy Roman Emperor. Indeed. I am his most trusted advisor, uh, court wizard, doctor. You become more interesting by the minute. Uh, I suppose perhaps I could uh, bend your ear about uh, Niccolo. My dear, you could bend anything you want about Machiavelli and I would do, listen happily. Well, I don't think I would uh, bend anything more. I would uh, make it firm. Oh. I think maybe you give yourself too much credit, but I am willing to put that to the test. <laughs> Indeed. Well, maybe we can talk about that later. I, 
I think uh, you have only just met Nicola. Yes, but he seems familiar. Indeed. Plus, I am a huge fan of his writings, as I am sure he is a huge fan of mine. I am sure he might be. Um, you understand, though, that he is a dangerous man. Only insofar as any of us are dangerous. Well, yeah. We have, we are but men and women who have the ear of very powerful people or are powerful people ourselves. Indeed. But I think he endangers our way of life. Without a court, you cannot be a court, you say, wizard. You cannot have the ear of a powerful man if uh, the powerful men are disbanded. He uh, writes about the ways to be a powerful man, but by doing so dispels the myth that a powerful man is a gift from God and instead shows that he is, um, well, Machiavellian, perhaps. If anyone is, it would be him. Indeed. Very um, conniving, I think. The problem with our way of life is that all people who do not share in it are a threat in one way or another, whether they are subject or enemy. Indeed. But... Uh... We cannot do what we do without the oppression that our jobs bring us. You say oppression, uh, I say, yeah, the opportunity. I think, uh, sure, there is a peasant uh, with a, a hoe who feels he has uh, too much work to do. But, of course, he has work. But uh, his work... It goes uh, up and up and up, and then it funds the great cathedrals. It funds the great families, it, which in turn funds the great art. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, certainly. I I see your phony baloney point. Oh, my God. I admit it, it exists. Uh, I just don't personally believe that... Uh, Nobility is inherently any better than uh, the peasant class. I am not trying to say that the nobility as a person to person is any better than the peasant class, but I am saying that being a nobility is perhaps better than being a peasant. It is certainly a more comfortable life, but it comes with more responsibility. Uh, and I think uh, an inherent uh, uh, target that is placed upon you when you uh, take as a job. Indeed. Uh, I have had a target on my back since I was born, and yet you do not see me running away. Well, that your countrymen are notoriously bad marksmen. Ah, no, perhaps uh, I am just very good. Uh, they call me a tiger. Yes, but none of them have ever seen an actual tiger before. Ah, 
It is a, a word that I hear in stories. They think a large house cat. They have no idea of the majesty and the power of a large Bengal tiger. Indeed, uh, but would you say that the name does not fit? I once wore around a cougar pelt for about a year as a cloak and told people it was a tiger. No one knew. <laughs> and I fear uh, for the state of Germany. It, it is like power, uh, essentially, and illusion. But we are the master magicians of such illusions. And as long as we maintain them, our power is safe. This is exactly as I say. The problem with the Machiavelli is uh, he wants to dispel the illusions. This uh, kind of man could be very um, dangerous to the world order. Certainly, because none of us has ever seen a real tiger. You see one uh, now, I think. Machiavelli may very well be a tiger. Then he should that, let's find out what Nicola Machiavelli and uh, Catherine of Aragon have been discussing in this time. My lady queen, you speak of the of the peasants, of the peasants having rights and value. This is an everyone Yes, everyone has rights under Jesus, our Savior. Very wise. I have noticed that we have an audience. Indeed. The throngs around us who are listening to our conversations and pretending not to hear us. Perhaps we would do better in the courtyard. Certainly. Lead the way. All right. You walk down through some of the grand halls and then out into the courtyard. It is night, so only the moon blocked by little clouds is above. And there are a few servants and courtiers out there, but not very many. And there are a few enough that you would easily notice any that decided to stop and eavesdrop upon your conversations. Now that I have you by yourself without others around, I was curious. You seem to be quite out of place here. Why did you come? It is... Uh... Uh, how should we say, the powerful are often easily manipulated in their own interests that we might allow greater freedoms to those who have no power themselves. Is it your goal then to manipulate me? Uh, no, maybe. Why am I exempt? You, dear queen, have a care for the people under your uh, As any Christian woman should, yes. Very few of those with power share that sentiment deep down. They will face judgment. This may be true, however, I wish their judgment will come sooner than in the arms of the Lord. 
I will be forthright. I am here at my husband's bequest to secure uh, allegiances against France, but I have no love for the hating of France. I do not think that it is important that we gain France or kill French people. Um, I, I feel that the best interests are the people that don't have a voice. And that we, as the nobility and we as the leaders, can help them gain a voice, help them gain lives that are better than peasantry. War is a game that's played by kings, and those who fight it are enormously. Are in what? Suffer enormously. The sufferings of war are not confined to the leaders that fight them. I have fought in wars. I have suffered. But not so as the many peasants and soldiers who have lost their lives True. in order that one leader shall be in charge of their kingdom and shall tax them instead of another. This is a great loss to the peasants and less so to those who fight the wars, who start the wars. I believe we have an agreement. If I may prevent warfare between countries, it is in my interest and in the interest of all of those who would be fighting in those wars. I believe I we are in accordance here, yes. Peace is what I seek. I believe in peace, but I also believe that not one person should rule everyone. Jesus Christ is our ruler, and we should look to him and the church. Isn't that one guy? You are very wise. And though you may not have many friends here, you may consider me at least friendly. I shall consider you a true queen. And by this point, you've performed a full circuit of the courtyard and are headed back up the steps, back into the grand hall. And so I seize him across the courtyard and I yell as loud as I can, Marco! And everybody who was there at the party goes, Polo! All at the same time. It was fantastic. It was yes. so dark, I didn't even know where they were coming from. Amazing. Oh, that as awesome. the hour grows later and later, numerous uh, attendants retire, many of them having had a long journey to get here and knowing that tomorrow will be full of talks and negotiations and attempts to uh, secure peace for all of the nations represented here. There will be much intrigue and diplomacy about tomorrow. Okay, hope everybody brought their poison and their daggers. It's going to get interesting here. I have a dagger, but it is not poisoned. I am intending on going to bed. With uh, your dagger. <laughs> okay. So this would be um, an interesting night for you. My husband is not here. I would not go to bed with anyone. 
But a dagger. Which we are sure you will sheath when you are ready. Indeed. (laughs) I believe there are entendres here that are inappropriate. Uh, As long as there are at least two on top of each other, they are appropriate. A single entendre never appropriate. They must uh, come together. (laughs) Spoken as a true man of God. Well, I'm not a priest, I admit. I am a scholar, which automatically puts me at odds with the church most times. I also uh, believe that there's a um, woman, as so many people are inclined to call me, and I cannot therefore be a man of God and am not held to the same standard. We are all held to the standards of Jesus. And we all fail to live up to them. Jesus loved him from prostitutes, so. I um, am still here to argue that I do not think Mary Magdalene was prostitute. She was a married, she was married woman. And uh, you cannot be a married woman and still uh, enjoy a little something. I can say as a married woman, uh, perhaps. And again, I'm not saying I'm not saying she wasn't slutty. I'm saying she wasn't a prostitute. But uh, the things you ex- exchange as favors may not always be money. It wasn't perhaps food or jewelry either. It was pleasure. That does not count. I that believe is- I'm going to retire as this conversation is. Oh, is your reign already Perhaps up? Sooner Man, than and you've only been married for how long? That's so unlike your husband. As the conversation borders on blasphemy, you retire to your quarters, Catherine. With uh, your attendants on hand, you of course have a chambermaid there waiting for you that you have brought with you. There's a small contingent of guards that are posted outside of your door. I nod at them. I thank them for their service. I'm kind. And I get ready they for that. They greatly respect you. Uh, wow. The queen has retired. The party has dwindled down. There are only a few dozen people left in the halls. Some of them, obviously, waiting for the right time to get up to conspiratorial talks. And others just greatly enjoying the uh, hospitality here and uh, quite inebriated from the wine. <laughs> okay. Who wants to do a seance? Do you have the many dead you would like to speak to? Oh, no, no, no. I'll do all of the speaking. Don't worry about that. Is there anybody you would like to speak to? I uh, perhaps uh, have a few husbands who I would like to uh, say goodbye to. (laughs) Nicolo! My dearest man... What uh, did you and Katharina have to say to each other? Oh, nothing really, just getting to know one another. Yes, did she whisper dry nothings into your ear? (laughs) It is amazing that uh, such a wet uh, climate as England could have um, dried out the queen. Well, perhaps uh, she began dry 
when she left Spain and has not absorbed any moisture yet. Then I am very sorry for her. It is a terrible fate. I do believe the king, uh, Henri, is not one to inspire rain in his queen. Oh, you mean King Fatty of England? No, probably not. You are very bold. But uh, I understand that he's a green skin of everything. You don't get it yet, Nicola. I am practically untouchable. I mean, I'm not saying I can't overstep, but... My belief, uh, if an offer, uh, you'd be willing to be touched. You have guards at your chamber door, yeah? Indeed. Uh, You have guards at your chamber door, yeah? They won't even come near mine. I drew a circle with some lines through it in different patterns, some old Greek letters, and they are so afraid to come near the door, they won't guard it. You can get away with almost anything if people think you are a witch. Then uh, what uh, you have said to me is that at night you might be vulnerable. So I hope you... But you see, that's because you think the circle does nothing. Well, um, (laughs) protected as I am by the Medici's and by the Pope, uh, I believe perhaps that it does nothing, except scare the stupid. If that's all it did, I wouldn't bother drawing it. Perhaps. But there are many stupid, uh, so I can see perhaps why you would use it. Yes, it does nothing else then. That's all I meant to say. Indeed then. Fortunately, you are not in the company of the stupid. So, Katerina, if he has no guard and you are not fearful, you may slip in and get a uh, theft of his dagger during the night. Indeed. Uh, Wait, what are we talking about? I hear three way. Is that going on? <laughs> because. I am a totally. Nicolo. Do you suppose that we should um, have a race for his support? Uh, in this case, I will allow that you would win such a race. I don't know. It uh, seems that perhaps he has um, some touch of. I am bored. I sleep now. <laughs> And Cornelius Agrippa. And I uh, yeah, absolutely flourish my cloak. <laughs> and much as you stated to the other party going goers, where you uh, have no guards outside of your door. I mean, first of all, you're in Germany, so you're obviously right. entirely it's my trim- room, right? <laughs> and all of the help, including the guards and the servants, are absolutely terrified to go anywhere near your room, and in most cases, anywhere near. You. Yeah. And uh, so, Nicolo, it seems once again that the Italians are the last standing. (laughs) 
Although, Nicolo, I don't suppose, um, with all of that scholarly work, you have enough blood left for standing. I am indeed ready to retire to my... Well, I shall, uh, I shall pray for you. In so much as God hears my prayers, I shall hope that nobody tampers with your precious sleep. <laughs> Guys, the ship that we've been threatening for like two years is about to happen, and you're related. I'm just saying, out of game. Like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I think she would send a soldier for that duty. She's not touching this. <laughs> they hate each other. <laughs> we do. I know. It's uh, it's uh, the the um disturbance of sleep that she's suggesting. I think is um, with actual daggers, not the ones we have been. Yeah, I got I caught a threatening vibe, not a like do me yeah. vibe. And Although they, uh, when it comes crazy. to me, it could be both simultaneously. Indeed, this is why Catherine went to bed. Yes, <laughs> understandable. Because that's where she is sure to be alone. Because you are scared. And Niccolo will retire to his room, not yet for sleep, but to speak to his uh, many acquaintances who wear less flamboyant affairs as they serve hors d'oeuvres and such to all of those. Indeed. And learn from his friends what else he has missed during this party. You returned to your quarters, and uh, you heard the reports from many, many little birds that have been speaking. Uh, your quarters are also guarded, but by uh, the people's army, your own loyal followers, who follow not out of uh, a blind allegiance to a flag or a crown, but out of personal allegiance to the ideals that you stand for. And you learn a great deal about the going on, goings on that uh, were happening at the party this evening. A lot of it were things that you already suspected. Different alliances attempting to be fostered and different people trying to backstab and, and be treacherous with each other. And frankly, you cannot possibly see how the Pope hopes to accomplish this peace because all of these people here want what each other have. No one is content with their lot here. No one is content with their, their crown, their country. They all simply want more. The powerful never have enough. And after a solid hour of listening to reports, even you yourself begin to tire. It is quite late at this point. The last of the partygoers have returned to their rooms. And the castle halls are nearly silent, save for the occasional servant or guard wandering through. At least, for a while. I need all four of you to give me notice checks, please. Oh, goody. I'm, where am I at? All right, okay. Oh. Uh, I got a 12. And I, my notice is 14, so I beat it by two. Excellent. Where have all my dice gone? All right. Beat it by nine. Beat it by nine, you said? 
Uh, I'm going to beat by seven. Excellent. And what about you, Heinrich Cornelius Agrippa? You are muted, sir. Beat it by six. Beat it by six. All right. Machiavelli, you wake first. You hear the unmistakable sound of steel sliding through armor and into flesh, the, the grunt uh, of uh, someone in their dying breath, and the collapse of a body just outside of your door. Chase. I immediately grab my sword and uh, throw the door open. You spring across the room and you reach the door right as it is thrown open. And the first thing that you see is uh, your two guardsmen on the ground in pools of blood. And there are hooded men in the shadows beyond with curved daggers making their way into the room to confront you. Curved Meanwhile, swords. I'll cut to Katarina next. You likewise awaken to the sound of, a, of an Italian curse and a fading breath and a sound of a body hitting the floor. And even think that with, through the candlelight, you glimpse a small amount of blood trickling underneath your doorway. And the voice that was dying sounded very, very familiar to you as one of your personal guards. So uh, you wish to see the claws of the tiger. Okay. And with that, the door is your chambers are thrown open and hooded men in the shadows with curved daggers menace forward, entering the room towards you. And let's go ahead and cut to uh, Heinrich Cornelius Agrippa. Much the same, uh, except for it is even more quiet. Somewhere down the hall, you heard a body fall and then a slight argument in a language you don't understand outside of your door but you understand the intent of it each one trying to get the other person to be the one that opens the door oh good and then finally one of them flings open the door and hooded men with curved daggers advance much more cautiously into your room i Head want yeah you. i i have uh, at this point since i've had some time to hear uh can I, can I, like, you know, whip out my rag doll from under the bed and hide it under the covers like I'm sleeping? Of course you can. And, and, and then, then... And then jump in the closet? In the closet, right. Catherine, oh, hang on. You also hear the sound of steel and flesh. And uh, one of your guardsmen, you're pretty sure he, he just called out Christ's name before collapsing outside of your door. Like his first name? That's kind of rude. Shush you. <laughs> and then the door itself is thrown open, revealing hooded men with curved daggers advancing into your room. You can also see, because you were one of the few rooms uh, closest to the Grand Hall, so there is uh, another doorway for another one of the visiting dignitaries across the hall. It has also been thrown open, and there are hooded men with daggers advancing into that room as well. And you think that you can hear quite a few uh, little individual commotions outside of your room in the hallway beyond, as perhaps many rooms are at of these 
terrifying assassins. And now I will need initiative from everyone. Okay. Oh, Lord. He does have an initiative bonus. That's I great, too. If we have any access to those towers. Right? Interesting. Sarah and I can use our... Bruno and Jenica's initiative, right? Yep, you are not all the way into Avatar, so you do still have access to the things on your pilot sheet if you want to use your pilot sheet initiative instead of your Avatar sheet. So I got a... What'd you get? 17 for me. Yeah, I got a 7... Yikes. I got I got a twenty. Because <laughs> I rolled good. Yeah, <laughs> I did. You're still crashed. <laughs> I got no crash abilities, still crashed initiative. And Katarina? Oh wait, you have crashed initiative? How? I just rolled really good. I like I just, I, oh, okay. I gotcha. That's my fancy plus uh, ten. I have sixteen. Sixteen, all right. Well, uh, from the closet, you will be the first one that gets to go there, uh, Heinrich Cornelius Agrippa. Uh, I am holding until they decide to stab the bed or not. All right. Uh, they are next, uh, advancing menacingly. We'll start with you, because uh, you are going to be uh, ahead of holding there until they act. And you hear the sounds of daggers stabbing forth into the sheets. In addition to that, you hear the muttered sounds again in that strange language that you're not familiar with, but by the cadence and the way the words are pronounced, you are certain that it is sorcery being uttered outside of your closet hiding place. Meanwhile, in the rooms of the others, dagger-wielding assassins strike attempting to kill their quarries. Catherine, they will be attempting to slay you first, Queen of England. Ruthless assassins. Not so many as would normally be dispatched against, say, a metapilot if they realized it, but plenty for dealing with a simple English queen. <laughs> and I will have a success by two. Mm-hmm. And you can use either dodge bonus, so that might not hit you. I have a dodge of two. And I have a failure, and then a success by one. So you will dodge all but one of the incoming attacks. And may, they... I... Go ahead. May, I... may I inquire as uh, to how much damage a dagger from a heathen does? Twenty. Um, I would like to take one of them. All right, one of them did uh, beat your dodge, so you do take one twenty damage hit from one of the assassins. I actually only take ten because I am unbowed and unbroken, and I take ten less damage from all sources. Nice. Ooh. Nice. That is right. She is exceptionally tough for a variety of reasons: some spiritual, some physical. Some just mental fortitude. Machiavelli, assassins attempt to get at you as well. I've got a success by one. A success by two. And a success by eight. So, um, success by eight does make contact because 
I have uh, six dodge plus two to uh, dodge and fighting techs while using a sword. So I have an eight defense. Against, uh, yes, while using a sword, you easily defend yourself against two of the attackers. But in the rush with all three of them, one is able to stab you for 20 damage. Uh, this close, you are able to get a better look at your assassins, who are clearly Turkish. Ottoman Empire, perhaps. Are they Maybe speaking? even further east. They were, in fact, speaking in a dialect you do not understand, but is not one that is used by the Ottomans. Uh, does Bruno recognize the dialect? Uh, bits of it. It has very, very rudimentary similar principles with uh, Persian. But it's obviously a different language. You would guess through uh, Bruno's experience, perhaps uh, a unique dialect for a group, sect, or organization. And for Katerina assassins attempting to strike at her, we will have a success dead on by zero. A failure. And a terrible, terrible failure. <laughs> That one is not hitting anyone. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nearly stabs one of his compatriots in the process. Uh, you also at this time can hear the sounds outside in the hallway of people fighting or being stabbed or, or killed. And you are one of the few suites with uh, that has a window facing towards the entryway, the long stone bridge that leads to the castle. And there are a lot of torches out there. And you can clearly see a very large group, uh, you're not sure which origin of nationality as you see no banners or markings, but soldiers making their way up the stone causeway into the castle. I see. And the gates are wide open, as though someone just let them in. Nice. Now, we would go to Machiavelli next, but I, I want to make sure... Too. Yes, I want to make sure the held action might get to go before that. What was your? I'd uh, also like to point out that uh, there was no damage because I have a dodge of four. That and, is. And, Cap, and I haven't gone yet because my initiative is so low. Yep, we only got to eighteen on the initiative count so far. The only one who has, in fact, the only one who has gone has been your adversaries so far as. The only character to outscore them in initiative chose to delay their action. So before I go to uh, Machiavelli to see if he wants to go, you have held your action. Do you wish to go at this time? Yeah. Uh, once they start stabbing the, the straw dummy, I uh, am going to slice my hand and uh, make a sorcery check to make that sucker come to life and fight them. <laughs> Very good. Which of your magics are you using, my friend? Uh, which of my... Many, many magics am I using? Yes. Uh, I am using demonology. Excellent. Because I am sacrificing health to uh, add to my sorcery check. Wonderful. So that would have been uh, making it right on, but instead I made it by five. Made it by five. All right. The uh, stuffed apparition that you had underneath the blankets immediately rises up and 
It's rather stiff and ponderous in its movement, but with just one single arm, it lashes out towards one of the assassins. And I spend a meta point when I'm done with the action. Excellent. One meta point spent. And it hits one of these assassins quite solidly with that stiff arm, sending him into a wall, perhaps breaking some ribs in the process. Machiavelli, you are next, sir. At this point, you can also hear the fighting going on outside in the hallway. And you even hear the occasional shout. Okay, so, um, first thing, uh, is, um, we're obviously engaged, uh, you know, I've deflected with the sword. The first couple of attacks got, uh, swiped to my side. I'm going to try and take out one of them as quickly as possible. Excellent. Um, and I beat it by 10 for a fighting check. That is a critical success. That is a critical success, even with the dodge bonus of 2, because you beat it by 12. That keeps it a critical success. You are able to slide your sword blade past his defensive guard and straight through the throat of one of your adversaries, killing him instantly. Um, and then I'm going to immediately use my Bruno buff. And shift to Bruno so I can get a second attack off. Um, so I'm going to go not all the way to Bruno, but um, just a little bit of Machiavelli left. So one uh, away? Uh, yeah, one away. One away from pilot for Bruno <laughs> Hamilton. Um, and uh, Bruno is basically going to go with the classic hit a guy with another guy. Um, and so he's going to step in on the guy that he did not just uh, slash up with a sword um, that had not yet hit him, grab him by the neck, and then take out the guy that hurt him with the guy that he grabbed by the neck. Hitting the dude with another dude. Give me an athletics check followed by a fighting check, or in your case, give me an action hero check followed by a fighting check. Okay, beat it by 12, and then fighting... Um, wow, that was a really bad roll. So I only beat the fighting by four. Beat it by we four all get a re-roll because of Patreon poll thing. You could use that re-roll. That's true. Um, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and do that. All right, using the re-roll. That's much better. Beat that one by 12. Critical successes all around for you, Bruno, as you pull the classic hitting a dude with another dude. And bones break from your incredible enhanced strength from uh, Iconoclast. And you down the second and third of your opponents with each other impacting them. And at this point, you can actually hear fighting going on outside in the hallway. But it is very brief, as though the last few uh, guards at folks' doors are being killed off. And at that point, one of your personal guards partially staggers into the room, blood streaming from a... a an obvious mortal wound in his chest. Storming in the castle. Run while you can. And then he falls, hitting ground, dead. Katarina. Indeed. It is your turn. Right. Uh, so let's see. There are three three assailants, I believe. And um, I have two weapons, so I intend to use both of them. I also intend to use Cornered Animal, as I am currently outnumbered. If, really, three to one is outnumbering me. 
Um, uh, so I am going to, since I sleep with both of my weapons, obviously, I'm not a fool. Um, I am going to swing my sword at neck height and hope to take out at least two and then shoot with my left at the remaining attacker. I will take a fighting test and a shooting test from you. Great. Uh, let's see. Uh, and I get a plus two because I'm outnumbered. Yep, and you so, get to use eights because you are full avatar. Oh, indeed. Um, yes, so I am going to beat that uh, fighting by six. Fighting by six. And shooting. <laughs> oh, shooting I'm going to beat by a lot. I'm going to beat shooting by ten. Two wonderful attacks. And in fact, it goes almost as predicted, but one of them is a little quicker and manages to move out of the way of the sword swing. So you only end up cutting one with the sword, just about neck height as where you aimed, splattering his blood across the walls as he topples into a heap. And then the loud discharge of your pistol, uh, blowing the brains and face out of the back of the skull of the third attacker, leaving just one of them in the room with you. And at that point, all of you in your different rooms have heard the discharge of a firearm. May I say something quippy? Of course. This room needed some uh, redecoration. <laughs> That's it. That's all right. All right. Catherine, it is on to you. I am going to use my once per game, once per session ability to swarm form and I'm going to just fly out of That's the room. Bingo. What? Bingo. <laughs> I'm going to fly out of the room and what okay. I'd like to do is I'd like to land on I'd like to um, remove an intruder from their horse so I'm going to then be horsed because uh, Catherine has a really good horsing like riding score and I'd like to give a speech to the people around me because I get good things when I speechify. So I'm going to say to the intruders, the, the people that are trying to storm the castle, we have been deceived, adventurers. We have been deceived. We will never strike against a castle. It is uh, against God's will. Follow me. And then I'm going to, um, I'm still kind of in swarm form, by the way. I look like a person, but it's still little buzzes. And then I'm going to, ride to the edge of the cliff because all castles on the Rhine River are on cliffs. And I'm going to take everybody with me to ride off the cliff, but as soon as like my uh, mount rides off the cliff, I'm going to whoosh, swarm form back and uh, fly away. This is incredibly detailed and I love the thought put into it. So you fly <laughs> out the window in swarm form getting closer and knocking off one of the uh, riders in the rear of the column of troops. And at this point, just before your speech begins, you get a, uh, a great view of these uh, um, individuals that happen to be there. And uh, they look to you from your experience uh, and worldliness to be uh, members of the Swiss Guard. Swiss Guard, the, uh, okay. The anointed and holy followers of the Pope himself. And oh, his bummer. Soldiers. <laughs> bummer. 
Sorry, guys. Worth <laughs> a shot. Yes. So unfortunately, the uh, the speech doesn't carry the weight that you want it to, only because right. you're dealing with such devout fanatics. But it does draw a lot of their attention, and several uh, dozen of them pursue you towards the cliff that you jump this horse off of. Maybe I do need a riding check for that because the horse no doesn't to jump off a cliff. Yeah, no, the horse is like, what is going on? Uh, I beat it by one. Beat it by one. I am going to make a soul test for the horse to see if it is convinced. <laughs> Poor horse. I really felt bad about this part of it. Unfortunately, that is a really bad roll, and uh, you are going to succeed, and uh, that is going to be yet another dead horse on Metaverse, of course. Sorry, horse. Metaverse. Always making me kill the horses. Now chat will blame Sorry. me for this forever. Sorry. Horses, dinosaurs, they're always on me about killing the animals. Sorry. And over the cliff the horse goes, but of course you in swarm form are not. And where exactly did you want to go when you jumped off of the cliff? Well, I was sort of hoping that the whole army would be gone. Um, I don't know yet. I'm, I'm going to hover. All right. Hovering in swarm form. To be fair, James, Sarah killed this horse. You did not. Yeah, they're all still blaming. They <laughs> killed they killed the dinosaurs with a, a a freak snowstorm blizzard freezing over on a tropical island, but they blame me for that, so. Yeah. Yeah, they do blame you for that. <laughs> now, I'm not the one that froze a tropical world with dinosaurs in it. <laughs> Oh man, I feel like uh, I feel like Chat's just gonna eat that up. And this is like people got mad at Man of Steel. <laughs> like, you're just pointing out the collateral damage that happens in these things. You're not making it happen. Yeah, sure. it's okay. I get it. I like it when they get mad at me anyway. It feeds my ego. <laughs> oh yeah, Paximo's all capsing you right now. Of course she is. Yes, I'll, feed I'll my ego. You like a, like a federal candidate on a liberal. Feed it, feed my ego. <laughs> Move on, James. That was two seasons ago. <laughs> never. I will never move on, chat. All right, Heinrich Cornelius Agrippa, you still have a 20 and still have the top of the order initiative. Um, also, moving on your Yes. I'm sorry. When I make a speech, I get to roll twice. I, in this case, because you're dealing with fanatics, there is no positive outcome, so I didn't have okay. you roll. Carry on. <laughs> Against just about any other force available on the planet, that would have been successful. But the joke's on you on this one. Those are the Pope's men. Okay. Sorry, Pope's men and horses. Pope's Carry on, sorry. Men. I believe they're just called Pope's men. Yes. <laughs> Papal soldiers or papal soldiers, which sounds too much like paper soldiers. But that's another tale for another day. Uh, and as it is starting with Heinrich Cornelius Agrippa, the uh, apparition that you created, uh, I'm going to have get that out of the way right away before you go, because it is again going to slam another one of the assassins into a wall, breaking more ribs and perhaps killing him. It's hard to say, but he's not getting up anytime soon, leaving only one assassin in your room who has the uh, look of a terrified man. As well he should. 
Sorry, it is your turn, Heinrich Cornelius Agrippa. Cornelius. Uh, and I only have the one? The one that's left. The thing you created from your uh, stuffed creature uh, managed to handle two of them. Good, good, good. Uh, <laughs> at this point, I burst out of the closet. <laughs> Haven't uh, you been doing that all I'm, night? I am not I'm wearing, serious. he's not wearing a robe. He's just wearing like a, a loincloth, you know, underpant type thing with suspenders on it. Oh, no. How did uh, he's, he's, he's glistening in the candlelight with his pistol in one hand and a riding crop in the other. And he's like, okay, let's dance. <laughs> and he shoots the remaining uh, assassin. Give me a shooting test, please. Yeah, absolutely, bud. <laughs> In his particular case, I am not going to give him a dodge bonus against this attack. It's a surprise attack. He never saw me coming. That's, oh, I thought that was double ones for a second, but it's a seven and a one. Uh, I beat my shooting test... Uh, for crash by 10, Oof. even with the 12s. Even with the 12s. That is a critical hit. And uh, from one side of his head to the other side of his head, the uh, musket ball from the pistol travels, causing, causing quite a mess on the wall and destroying what remains of his face and skull. My tapestries. Yes. <laughs> Ruined tapestries abound. You also, at this point, can hear the sounds of fighting outside, and you even think you can hear armed men making their way through the halls. I, uh, I instruct my dummy to go running down the hallway to, 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 to attract fire while I head uh, down towards the rest of the rooms to see who All I can right. I love it. That's going to go to the assassins that remain next, which uh, there aren't a lot of options there in this particular case. Uh, as, uh, there are, Catherine has fled her chambers. Only Katerina has an enemy to fight, and there is but one remaining. And uh, he is brave enough, even though you just dropped two of his comrades, to try and continue the fight against you. Mostly because he knows more help is coming and you will soon be hopelessly outnumbered by soldiers and assassins. Oh, that's delightful. I believe the phrase is, uh, bring it on. <laughs> and that will be a success by one, which is not going to be enough to hit you. Which puts us to Machiavelli next. Okay, so I've taken out all three. They're all dead or crippled at this point, right? Yeah, all three are dead or crippled, and then just now running past your door in, like, this loincloth type thing with suspenders on, and a riding crop in one hand and a pistol in the other, you swear that was Heinrich Cornelius Agrippa that just ran past your door. Okay, well, I'm stepping out of the hallway, too, to see uh, dead where bodies fighting. Dead bodies everywhere to your left where uh, uh, Agrippa came from. Uh, you can still hear some fighting, and your uh, keen senses all pick up, also pick up the sound of numerous armed and armored soldiers making their way through the hallways. It seems that there is some sort of betrayal afoot, and the majority of these guests are being assassinated. 
Um, okay, so obviously there's other dignitaries besides the four of us that are being assassinated. Um, do I know where other rooms are in relation to trying to All rescue? along this particular hallway and on the opposite side of the castle in another wing. But judging by what's happening outside of those rooms at the present moment, you doubt there are many survivors. Can I, I shout can... at Bruno to that I know where the rooms are? You can. Because, I mean, he's, he's, you're not all the way, Avatar, right? No, he's not, and neither are you. Right. So, hey, Bruno, the rooms are this way. How do you Bruno's know I'm... a naked man. How does he know I'm Bruno? I can see so, I, I can see you, man. <laughs> um, so, Bruno, uh, uh, Bruno comes out of the hallway, sees the guy running does a quick check on Machiavelli's knowledge of, like, who's important and where they are as far as who needs to survive this to not have the world order fall apart, um, and uh, starts following the naked man running down the hallway, but is listening and looking for um, any room that I can get to where I can rescue someone to try and save as many lives as possible of these dignitaries. The real question he has to answer is who is responsible for this and who are their targets? Unfortunately, some of that information only a few individuals know, like Catherine at this moment. To the rest of you, these might just be simple assassins. Only Catherine has they're, seen they're, that the Pope's soldiers are involved. I can tell that they're targeting uh, at least you know, everyone in this hallway, basically, right? Yes, it seems All like the that they are sparing no one in this hallway. So I'm listening for any sound of fighting as I go to try and find anywhere where there's still going to be survivors to be able to jump in and rescue anyone. Uh, you are going to get to a room while running just as we cut to Katerina, and you're going to get to witness this. Katerina, it is your turn. You have one assassin remaining. Uh, how close is he to me? He is in hand-to-hand -hand combat with you. He just tried to stab you with one of those curved knives. <laughs> Bless. All right. Um, in that knives, case... Your only weakness. Knives. Oh, no. Um, since there was so much dagger talk, I'm going to go straight for using my once per combat. I'm going to add, add 20 damage to an attack. Um, and I am, uh, I'm going to knee him directly in the groin <laughs> and then pistol whip him across the ear as he doubles over. I'll take a pair of fighting tests from you, Katarina. I would love to give those to you. I guess I'm no longer outnumbered, huh? No, you are not. Okay, okay. So I'm going to beat the first by uh, 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 one, unfortunately. You do have that reroll also yourself. Oh, I do, don't I? I do, I do. So it was a seven and an eight. So, okay. Let's, let's reroll the eight. Okay, slightly better. Uh, we're going to beat it by four. That is good enough to hit. Okay. And for the pistol whip. And for the pistol whip. Oh, yeah, that's going to be good. That's I'm going to beat that by nine. Beat that by nine. Uh, you're, uh, and you're adding 20 damage to the groin shot, correct? I know. Yes. Uh, you, in fact, uh, Machiavelli, uh, Bruno, you can hear the impact from the knee to the groin just as you reach the room. And it, it almost makes you flinch. It is so severe. And he doubles over to be struck in the head with the butt of the pistol. Oh! Uh, uh, 
You're pretty sure he's not getting up anytime soon. There are two other dead assassins in the room with Katarina as well. He's not well, getting up in he's many ways. Had the opportunity to make more children. He uh, does not. One, two, dong. Yes, I, I used he's not getting up uh, for the double entendre there. You're <laughs> yes, there, there's many things happening, not happening. <laughs> not anymore, at least. Hmm. Uh, so, what else uh, are you going to do, my dear? VS3, now we need one more. Me? Need. Yeah. Uh, all right, so then I'm going to look at Nicolo, and I'm going to say, Ah, you thought you would be my knight in shining, eh? what's it? But yeah. instead, I think, um, you shall be my entourage. Uh, and we go <laughs> down the hallway toward Catherine's room. Hello. All right, the three of you are running down the hall. Uh, yeah. You can hear the sounds of fighting fading at this point, but you can hear many people moving through the halls. It seems anyone who was resisting or attempting to put up a fight at this point is no longer doing so. Uh, in addition to this, at this point, uh, Heinrich Cornelius Agrippa, you yourself can sense the presence of blood sorcery being used on the castle grounds. Someone is going to be attempting some sort of large ritualistic spell and being in this vicinity would be incredibly dangerous for any person not protected against this magic. Catherine, do I... what do you... Oh, okay. That was my question. Do I, do I get to go? All right. So I'm still in swarm form. What I'd like to do is um, I also have a once per session I can use any... I can copy anybody's um, skill. And one of the skills that I have long copied is migraine skill to be able to uh, mind read. So what I want to do is I have 80 health left. I'd like to send 80 nano wasps out. Three of them are going to go to my fabulous allies and the rest of them are going to go to bad guys. The bad guy ones, I want to uh, use migraine's ability to convince that they are wrong and they need to stop attacking. And everybody else, I want to provide a, uh, like our allies, I want to provide a, hey, we can all talk to each other. Isn't that great? Kind of situation so we can, like, figure out where we all need to go. Not a bad plan. Uh, I'm going to need you to make a power usage type role for that. So, uh, no problem. Using... I would like to use a moment of clarity for that. All right. I you can use that. eights. Yes. Go ahead and roll those eights and let me know what you get Ooh, on that. I got a six. Got a six. That's going to be exceptionally uh, effective. You're also going to slow down the advance of soldiers quite substantially for a few moments with that. Might even give your friends time to escape. And uh, you also make contact with your nano wasps mentally with Katerina, Machiavelli, and Agrippa. And I'm like, hey, where are you going? I should join you. What's going uh, on? I'm By the way, it's the Pope's people. We're very upset about it. I've got to have a secret way out of here, right? Absolutely. This you are castle. one of the few individuals that know that there is a secret exit in this castle. It's not uh, not very useful for a large group. It was meant so that whoever was the lord here could escape in the event of a worst-case scenario. Right, but it's good enough for the four of us, right? Three of you, technically, because one of you is divided into many, many pieces at the moment. I, I, right. I have, I, I've used the migraine skill. I've tried to convince them as much yeah. as possible, and, th and then I'm going to, like, coalesce and follow them. That's All a good right. idea. Jenica, big magic is about to happen here, and we don't want to be near it when it does, so 
Secret tunnel time. Down the secret tunnel, you escape the castle itself. You can see parts of it are in flames as you exit the tunnel on a hillside here because they are, all the castles are on cliffs here. And I get that far. Um, there's a. Were there anyone else that survived the initial attack in the same same wing that we were in? Not that you passed. Okay, and there's another wing, right? There was another wing on the opposite side of the castle. It would mean fighting through all of the individuals to get there. Is there any any way we can get to that wing through the tunnel and rescue anyone else? Unfortunately not. Okay, well, I have this conversation with Cornelius and, and Jenica. Primarily, Katarina is listening and probably still trying to figure out how she can hear everybody in her ear. Um, <laughs> what? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, this, I suppose, a witchcraft. Yeah. This, this I does, yeah. Cornelius' uh, magic is more real than we thought. Um, okay. Are we... How Catherine feels uh, getting the uh, Cornelius getting all of the credit for her incredible work. Catherine is used to it. She's a woman. Ah! She's used to taking all the credit for the things she does. I haven't taken credit for anything. No, it was given to you. No, I'm fine. It's fine. You know what? I think that's how privilege works. Anyway, go on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you for explaining that to me. I now have learned something. (laughs) <laughs> wow, what were you saying there, Bruno? I'm glad we could have this talk, and I'm glad it takes us completely off track. Um, well, Fanny's done mansplaining to to right? crash. Oh, that works. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> um, just trying, uh, trying to ask uh, Crash and Jenica. So, uh, do we think we failed our mission, or we, what's the status? We've got all these other dignitaries that were just assassinated. The four of us getting away can't be enough to prevent a massive change in the future, right? Uh, right. We have to just not unite, right? I don't think it's going to be quite that easy, guys. Uh, right now, it just means that less people are fighting over it, right? Didn't killing all those dignitaries just mean that it's much easier to make that happen? Well, but, I would... but, if, but if we don't unify as one coalesced... Uh, entity, then we're fine. I don't think we're the only players in this game. I think we're just the ones who got away on our side. Well, so the question is, this assassination obviously, we assume it didn't happen in the first timeline, right? We so don't, this entire meeting didn't happen in the first timeline. The meeting didn't happen in the first timeline. Like the dance? And- and technically, we None don't know for sure. Their, their history is already different from ours in so many ways. Right. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, how do we, how do we proceed? Have we already screwed up enough by not being able to save other dignitaries? Like, all of these important people getting assassinated can't possibly be if this meeting didn't happen before. I mean, you know, this is the this could be Archduke Ferdinand all over again, you know. This could also be somebody who knew Metapilots were coming to save the day and decided an assassination was a perfect way to get rid of all of them at once. They don't know who what pilots are in the avatars. They could they could have been gunning for us as easily as any of the dignitaries. It could also we, be that we, we by could, getting rid of the nobility and the ruling class, we are letting the 
lower uh, peasant people find their voice and their passion. What do you What do you guys know about the history from when you were in in avatars in this world? What do you know about European history? For a crash in Jenica. Billy the Kid was not that educated. Yep. Crash and Jenica both were very familiar with this period of uh, history when they had avatars in the Weird West. And the majority of memories that uh, these individuals that you currently have as avatars for what's happened do not match up with what Professor Richard Gatling and uh, Ninja Emily Dickinson knew of history. Already, events have altered a great deal from what they remember. So, I'm wondering if we came too late? Like, should we have jumped in in 14-something? No. No, this was right. This is right. And okay. we're clearly not done. This is just the beginning. We've got other pilots working against us now. They can use the same tricks we do. Well, that's fun. But we will use them better. Well, we have more experience. But That's they've been right. training for three years while we've been cleaning up after them. So Katarina's so this, right? <laughs> I so am we know so confused. Uh, I thought we were talking about pizza, but now you talk about, I don't know, pilots. Like you are, I, I, are you pirates? I don't understand. Hey, Katarina, do you know the thing called MetaPoint? Spend one, then you can talk with us. Okay, okay, I shall interest you. Yes, I'll spend a meta point. <laughs> One meta point spent by Katarina moving her one step towards Andy James. Okay. Wonderful. That makes a lot more sense. Yes. And in fact does. So out the escape tunnel you make it. Oh. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, the escape tunnel, you make it. There are parts of the castle that appear to be on fire. And uh, you can see from the stone bridge up there that there are many more soldiers that have arrived. Uh, you can't really get too good of a view on them from here, but you do have the word of Catherine slash Dr. Jenica Clarkson that they were bearing uh, symbols of the Swiss Guard, the uh, Pope's men, which, considering he called the meeting, is somewhat strange. Perhaps there is something afoot here. But we will have to wait till next week to find out more because that's all we have for this episode of Masters of the Metaverse. This is a fun one, James. Love yeah, I like it. I hope you're ready for some more wild and crazy adventures from a ridiculous renaissance next week. Don't forget to check out all the other amazing Zoe shows from uh, Void Jumpers and Dead Gentleman Tuesdays. And uh, I think that there's something coming up with uh, myself and Christian and Ethan here in the near future to, to pop up on one of the days. I don't know which day even it's going to happen. It's a mystery. It's a secret. It's a surprise. And it's going to be really fun and weird and crazy. There's Zoe game night. I mean, there's so much. Uh, you, you can't. As you're interested in uh, if you can handle playing Pandemic Legacy, uh, come play Pandemic Legacy with us on Thursday. I'll be there um, this week. Ah, guest star on Zoe Game Night. And, you know, anything that you happen to miss, you can catch old episodes of it on Get Caught Up on the Fantasy Network. You can even watch some really cool movies and short films and other great things on there. There is so much, so much. So if you're, you know, you're, you're stuck in the lockdown, you're stuck in quarantine, or you just can't go out in public, watch some fun stuff. Support some of the arts and uh, 
have a good time while you're at it. Spread the word. Tell your friends about us. We love you. Love you. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks, and we guys. will catch you next time on Masters of the Metaverse. Good night. Good night. Good night.